Yes, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, and everyone in between, welcome to the IBHM podcast. I am your host, Arizona Verse. With me, my dude and co-host, Dick Popo. Hello, hello. How's it going? I'm black. He's Mexican, but you should already know that. And welcome to our show. This is a podcast about nothing in particular. Uh, we got a lot of shit to talk, but before any and all of that, if you want to chime in, our email is ibhmpodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Stitcher, iTunes, and Podomatic. Just search I'm Black, He's Mexican. You can find us on all of your social media outlets, including Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, and YouTube. Everything. By simply adding IBHM Podcast in an appropriate spot. If you don't want to do any of that because you're too fucking lazy, just head over to the website ibhmpodcast.com and you can find all of our links there. Now, if you want to hit me up, Arizona Verse, my main source of social media fuckery is Tumblr. You can find me at a different state of black.tumblr.com. If you want to highlight my dude, Dick Popo, his main source of social media fuckery is. I too want to be on Tumblr, and I am. Uh, what is it? Soulpapo.tumblr.com, or is it Tumblr.com? Then your then your alias. I think it's Soulpapo.tumblr.com. Some shit like that. We'll Go to that. Go to that. Instagram too. I fucks with that. Soulpapo everything. Yes, sir. And uh, we are joined by special guests in the building for okay. the very first time. I'm going to pass the mic over. To my Nubian snow bunny, <laughs> Skips. Say hello to the people. Hello. I didn't see you pop That's up it? on the yeah, screen. That was Is that, that it? Was it's my that? first time. Okay. I'm a little bit and nervous. It, and we made a reference about this. We are popping cherries today. <laughs> <laughs> In both the hookah brought to you by our sponsors. Who? What are we brought to you by? Yes, today? sir. And uh, today we're brought to you by Xanats and Hookah, the Mon Cherry flavor. Yes. Uh, we got some gummy bears and shit on deck. So uh, oh, we're going to keep it crunk, y'all. We're going to keep it crunk. Okay. So, um... I see you looking all nervous over there, Skips. I see you. Don't be nervous. Oh, no, so I, I must throw a shout. I was blessed by what is labeled as God's gift. Yeah. This product that I speak of is actually labeled as God's <laughs> gift, and it was the medical marijuana that I quite, quite tasted. Oh. <laughs> oh. I like it. So real quick, before we get the show started, we actually have a ton of shout-outs. I'm going to run through these real quick. Uh, we had a bunch of new Facebook lights, so we want to uh, give shots out to uh, Ismael Asuna, um, Jess Wood from the Ratchet Hatchet podcast. Oh, Ratchets. Uh, shouts out to Cho and Nilla from the Cho Nilla podcast. Oh. Hashtag team interracial. Sounds interesting. <laughs> uh, Jeff Canada, uh, Monique Darte, Michael Cortez, Country As Hell, AZ oh. Everything, Brooke Davis McCoy, Stephanie Sabaro, yeah, it's a homie, hello. <laughs> uh, Jamal Waters, uh, Rock Out Redo, Chill Will from the Taste Like Fried Chicken podcast. Hey, and podcast love, there's some podcast love. Yeah, the podcast people showed us some love this week, so I really appreciate okay. that. And um, over on Twitter, I want to give a quick shout out to at Orthodox. Uh, I had a damn good Twitter to uh, hip hop debate with this dude about what real hip hop is. Uh, we went back and forth for like three fucking hours. I had to be at work in the morning, but I'm too busy debating with this cat. He's a 16 uh, year old rapper from out here in Tempe, Arizona. Oh, what? 
Yeah, and the dude knows his shit. Like he he caught me off guard. He knew some shit going back to the Public Enemy days and all that. So like he's he's well versed in his hip hop. Not to not to be in a race or not to bring up the race thing. But, you know, we do that here. Is does he happen to be a? Is he of the Caucasian persuasion? You know what? I couldn't even tell from the picture that he had up. It was just kind of like a drawn up design, so I couldn't really tell. But uh, he was a cool cat. So, and then uh, last two shout outs. Uh, shout out to Big T who just dropped his new mix tape, Paper Route 2, which is free over at BigT05.Bandcamp.com. And also shouts out to uh, Sarah Diane, who was our dedication from last our last episode. Uh, show her some love and vote for she's in a Fashion Week Las Vegas Emerging Runway Model Competition Season 4. You can go over to the Facebook page at Facebook.com slash IBHM Podcast. Scroll back a few days, like the picture, and show her some motherfucking love. She ain't the one that told us to fuck off, did she? Oh no no, no yeah, she ain't okay, tell us okay. Fuck off, just no. making sure because people people be popping out like that sometimes. Sure. All right, but anyways. Yes sir. And I, I wanted to go back to. Did you get a chance to listen? Well, when can I do some music things? Oh yeah, we'll play I'll, something I'll at do, the I'll end. I'll do that in there. Well, I wanted to kind of to comment. I don't know if you if you gave it a. There's there's some there's some there's some stuff in there, man. There's actually yeah, a, yeah. Big T can actually bring it out commercially if you can yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, yeah. They're, they're doing a video for one of the singles. The um. What is it? Uh, Brass, Brass Monkey. Monkey. Yeah. yeah. Supposedly, I'm gonna be able to do a cameo appearance, and I'm gonna. And oh shit, sure, help, help with the help with the production of the, of the video. So we'll see though, because you know how rappers be. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna get you on. So. Right, Ain't nothing, you, motherfucking you. happens. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll see. <laughs> yes, sir. Maybe bless. So uh, we're gonna start off with some randomness, and uh, Skips is over there being all quiet. You can chime in and say some ignorant shit. <laughs> and you, don't stop. Like I said, mind you, I get I get to play the lovable fool who says, you know, random shit on the side, so don't yeah. let that shit throw you off. You either woman, just chime in. Be natural. Yeah, I will. Don't worry. Because okay, we're going to be real, right? That, yes. That's what's going to happen? Yes. Oh, we keep the 100. We keep the 100. This is going to be a relationship a survey test that I'm going to be giving y'all in a little Uh-oh. bit. Kind of sporadic through the show, so y'all mm-hmm. going to keep All right. All right, so I'm hoping everybody's uh, participating. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, I'm with it. I'm with it. I'm with it. He's a little shy. No, well, yeah, I sure the fuck am shy. Yeah. <laughs> We're supposed to get into this randomness, huh? Are you jumping into randomness? Oh, yeah, we're jumping into randomness. I'm just making sure I look good on camera. What it do? Uh, uh, just got Sounds like a rapper. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we'll go ahead and start with some randomness. And uh, the first story that we came across, which was uh, very ironic, is the Etz Marlboro man died from a smoking-related disease. Um, apparently, it says that, uh, you know, when it came to portraying the rugged Western outdoor men who helped transform a pack of filtered cigarettes into the world's most popular brand, Marlboro man Eric Lawson was the real deal. He was ruggedly handsome. The actor could ride a horse through the wide open spaces of the Southwest from Texas to Colorado to Arizona or wherever else. Arizona. Hello. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, the black came out. You could bring it. <laughs> Hello. Hello. And uh, apparently, uh, old boy uh, was diagnosed in 2006 with chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, and uh, he just died. It looks like January 10th. He was 72. And so uh, that is quite funny that, um, yeah, you celebrated or uh, promoted a. Uh, fucking cigarette company and now you died because of said yeah well, that kills you or whatever 
Yeah, that's exactly what they're saying is whatever your vice is is going to kill you. That's why that show, A uh, Thousand Ways to Die, used to be my favorite fucking show. Because mm-hmm. all those people on there would have certain vices and they would die from such fucked up ways. It was because of their fucking vices. Yeah. That's what it came down to. And we live by those. We died. How long did, so how old was he then? 75? How old 72. You know what? Because uh, I recently just did a calculation because I unfortunately sometimes dabble in smoke. And when I smoke, I smoke to the death. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I, <laughs> if you're going to do it, you got to do it big, <laughs> yo. You say what you do. You say what you do. And I, I don't know, whatever. Chain smoker. But um, and I, started, and I started counting down. Like, it's been about 10 years. I'm 10 years as a smoker. Like, you know, I, I, could, I can, I don't know, freaks me. You gotta go hard in the paint, uh, give it about 48 years, and then just uh, check out this motherfucker. Then, then I'll stop. You know what I'm saying? My daddy, though. Lord knows I love him. He, to me, he was a big guy. Yeah. Uh, this motherfucker, yeah, he's showing his age. Just, uh, that's what you know, hey, Ken, who was the, just the Super Bowl guy, the quarterback dude, who's the Peter? What was his name? Oh, uh, Joe Namath. Yeah, Joe Namath. And Ken, no one be so pimp. And honestly, he's lived some fucking years, and, and I wish I was in the 70s, because like I said, I want to be able to have a cigarette in the office, I want to be able to slap someone on the ass and be like, hey, baby, good job. Yeah. You know, I encourage you not have all the sexual harassment nonsense going on. Yeah. Uh, all these goddamn women with their rights, I'm looking over to you. Why is Trav messaging me? That's right. the shit I don't know. Oh. You know what Trav said with the cookie? Oh. And I, I want to go into diseases. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he was going to make fun of me saying my, uh, my young yeah. bow cut. This ain't a young bow cut, bro. <laughs> I'll have you know that this is a legitimate dyke, lay dyke by Rick. That's my homie, the barber friend, uh, who did this. Now, it's a combination of looking like a little boy and, uh, your top. 10 prototype dice. So, no, no, notice the part. Oh, <laughs> uh, keeping it fresh on him. <laughs> I know, yeah. Shouts out to Trav Lord, who is uh, listening live. He is our official fact checker. Cause, you no, know, no, 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 no. He's my Philly correspondent, is what he is. Don't okay, yeah, the Philly correspondent. There you go, right there. Yeah, so if we say something wrong, uh, I'm pretty sure Trav is going to Facebook us and call us out on our bullshit. Well, we need it. No, it's just some people want their facts. I don't want facts. I just, I. I give, give me them bullshit. Give me what the need. I give them the bullshit. That's what I do. But uh, so yeah. So shouts out to the Marlboro man. All that smoking. Uh, yeah. That's these what, is, these is gonna catch us. And, it's gonna uh, give some some non-knowing shit. And I recently, from my own little, I had an alien in my in my gut that was uh, recent. <laughs> <laughs> my kiss sister got something real bad. So uh, to, um, there's something happening in Arizona. You know, and uh, we don't know if it's the Arizona fever. What do they call it? Valley fever? Valley there's, fever, there's yeah. Bullshit, who knows? It's just, it's just a disease is spreading, y'all. And y'all be paired up. And uh, if y'all follow such religious bullshit, then I ask for, for you know, some your, goodbye, oh, your, your blessings, your prayers, yeah. and atheist comrades out there. <laughs> looking at you, I ask for your goodbye. <laughs> That's fucked up. <laughs> no, well, goodbye, you know, whatever it is that we're, you know, pleasant thoughts. You know, oh, like, you know, like you know how companies they can't say God bless, or, and how they're gonna yeah. say like, holidays greeting or special holidays or yeah, that is uh that was one of the big debates during the holiday season because you got so many people saying holiday this, holiday that, and the good old people at Fox News was declaring it a war on fucking Christmas and I don't know it's we we live in such a PC world nowadays like you got to be careful of any and everything you say cuz you're going to offend someone and the greatest story they always bring up I can't remember the dude's name I think it's what's the dude's name Andy Cohen is that his name that hosts yeah yeah 
he said on one of his shows, uh, he said something, said something about a twink, which is like a feminine gay guy or something like that. Yeah, and is. yeah, and the gay community <laughs> came out with twinkle toes. Something like yeah, I I don't even know what it. Not the, that I would know, but that's what they call them on porn sites too. They call what? They call the the feminine gay dudes twinks. Okay. On porn sites. I mean, not that I would know. Well, so, no, you do know. Obviously, you know. But I'm saying, but isn't it normally like that's that's been a fucking term? Like, why? Yeah, it's been around for a while. But this homosexual man said the word twink on his show, and the gay community attacked him for using the word twink. And it was like that doesn't make sense. Like that's fucking retarded. But so he had to apologize right away and make a statement. He had to apologize to the gay community for using a gay term because we just live in such a fucking PC world nowadays. I mean, that's just what it comes down to. But do you uh, still call gays mo's or is that a, was that a black? I've never thing? even heard, heard that. that? Like I'm a mo. No, they never. <laughs> you never heard that before? I never heard no. that. Oh, I thought it was like a black thing. <laughs> now, to my black people, I know. Travi, can we chime in? Know. What's going on? Is that is that not a fact a, check, please? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, in other randomness news, I saw this story on uh, one of my favorite websites, AllHipHop.com, and I thought this was hilarious. Apparently, a McDonald's employee got accused of selling heroin and Happy Meals. Oh, uh, yeah, so that's uh, pretty creative. But apparently, uh, McDonald's employee, Who knows? <laughs> a McDonald's employee in Pittsburgh, was charged with selling heroin and Happy Meals to customers who used the code phrase "I'd like to order a toy." Uh, oh. oh God! Yo, I know they had the fucking code words and shit with it too, yo. You know what's uh, fucked up is the fact that, especially you know, I mean, obviously I blame McDonald's for my obesity, but when, like when I was little, all I really wanted because Happy Meal didn't fill me, all I really wanted was that goddamn toy. And sometimes when they have to yeah, yeah, yeah. Those, you know, you want to get them all, like Pokemon, you want to catch them all. And remember that's all I want. I would genuinely ask. I just want the toy. Oh, yeah. Are you sure that's twenty dollars? Sure Goddamn. What, what, what's in this? What's this? All right, I guess. Am I getting all the pictures? We got, we got some sweet dreams for you in here. Shouts out to my East Coast people. Yo. But apparently this dude, uh, where is it at? Yeah, it was in the East Liberty section of the city. Customers looking for heroin were instructed to go through the drive-through and say, "I like to order a toy." Uh, then the customer will drive to the window, hand over the money, and get a Happy Meal box containing heroin in its change. And apparently, undercover agents set up a drug buy and arrested Shanian Dennis, guess the race, who is a 26 out of East Pittsburgh. Dennis denied wrongdoing to reporters as she, oh, it was a chick, Shania, Shania, S H A N I A, Shania. How does the white woman know how to pronounce that? And I don't because know. Because of Shania Twain. She's a white oh. woman. Yeah. That I... don't impress me. <laughs> don't even ask her. <laughs> exactly. But apparently Shania uh, was then led away in handcuffs, and authorities have found 10 bags of heroin in Happy Meal boxes and recovered another 50 bags from the suspects. So uh, uh, what I'm assuming happened is she got her income tax money early, and she decided to flip that shit because that's how you do it. Yo, can we bring up the Hoffman thing? Or is that to, I know oh, we're going to bring up Hoffman. Oh, okay. Hoffman's definitely coming up. What <laughs> well, are you going to say? Well, one thing I wanted to say, and it was the whole heroin thing, did you actually know that that's popping off right now? Like, it's kind of, yes. not today it's a drug of choice, but it's building up steam. And I was like, kids are doing it. And apparently, yeah. that's just easy to get to. Like, to me, that sounds like such a long journey to find. And then, yeah. to, you know, like right now, I'm fucking having trouble trying to set up this goddamn little G pen shit. <laughs> <laughs> needle and check the measurements and inject yourself like fuck and so apparently it's it's, it's 
popping off making kids. Yeah. And because of, you know, the quaaludes turning to pain pills and pain pills being all the rage and easy to get, apparently heroin was just that logical next step. That's that new shit. You shit? Yeah. I got the camera on you. I got the camera on you, Skips. I'm watching you. I'm Don't watching say you. that because then it makes me super, super nervous. <laughs> Can't even talk. That's that's kind of how nervous I was a little bit, Joe. Can I talk about that? I it's, you know, I feel like I haven't really fully gone like you know totally. And I say I don't feel comfortable around you, uh-huh. but because I don't want to say the wrong thing, and I definitely don't want to offend you. And then I know when <laughs> my, does the black my, man make you nervous? It's he the black boogeyman. Are and you afraid you're going to say the N-word or something? I've said oh, that. Oh, he said the N-word plenty of times. Yeah, we're uh, comfortably he, cool with that. Yes. Even then, I do, I, I, do, I, do, I do keep it calm on the hard R's. But no, but sometimes, like, you know, like, when I compliment, I, I don't want that to go too far. And then also, like, it just I don't want to also disrespect. Like, like I couldn't say bitch earlier. And that's so much, like, thanks to you, Short. That's so much in my vocabulary. And, and I was like, oh, can I say this? Can I not? This is an uncensored podcast because I don't care if we have a snow bunny on the show. I still am going to go in on white people like I always do. Okay. Because there's a part of I'm me. I'm looking at you. And I don't know if it's like a, a corporate thing, but because white people have truly been the the ruling race, I like, I'm on good behavior. Like, you know what I'm saying? With white people, <laughs> only because I don't know what can be used against me. And, you know. So anytime I vote, I I fraternize and yeah. bullshit it, and I talked about my dick. It's always been to those of color. <laughs> <laughs> I feel comfortable doing that because. But then I feel kind of offended like. that you don't want to be just comfortable around me. We can, we can blame that on my uh, psychosis, but I yeah, mean, just yeah. be comfortable. I don't care. I'm trying to. I'm trying to and that's why I pop Xanax before the show, and I'm cool with everything. I'm chillaxing. But actually, that that was a good segue. You bringing up the Philip Seymour. We could go ahead and talk about that yeah. right now. Because uh, Philip Seymour, um, I guess it was kind of an interesting coincidence. But Philip Seymour, the week that he died, apparently a, a lethal batches of bad heroin hit the East Coast the same week. Um, yeah, so... There, I think they were saying there was a drug overdose that he died from. Let me see what it says here. It says, for the past three weeks, authorities have been tracking batches of deadly something lace heroin that has been moving east from Pittsburgh. 22 people in western Pennsylvania died of overdoses in the past weeks, and authorities believe that most of the deaths were related to heroin less with Fentanyl. Which is a powerful narcotic. Yeah, I make up the pronunciation, but it's a, <laughs> yeah, I, I just keep it rolling. I keep it pushing. But, but you know what, though? What, what shut me out is the fact that they, because of this shit happening, which, by the way, I'm actually a big fan of. I can never pronounce his name correct fully the first time. Seymour, times. right? Yeah. Philip Seymour Huff. Oh, okay. Anyways, earlier, I fucking couldn't spit out my, my mouth for the life of me. But, anyways. I really respected him. Like he was a shit in Capote, even his little side when he did, when he plays the supporting role, like dude. Mm-hmm. So I personally, I didn't feel as you know as heartbroken as it is like let's say when Anna or Anna Amy fucking Winehouse died. Like, oh yeah, yeah. But when him was like, oh fuck, man, he was he was one of the good ones. He's one of the guys I was jealous over then. So yeah. Me to be because he's a character actor, kind of how Heath Ledger was. But uh, and I, and I would I don't I don't rule out suicide or hope that that was the case. I definitely do believe it was a um, overdose, but. The point of it is the fact that they want to find the guy. Like, they apparently have uh, mm. ID'd on who may have been his dealer. Like, they want to find this motherfucker, which is like, fuck. Isn't like, that interesting? You sold it to the wrong guy. Yeah. We, we have so many people dying over this shit all the time, but yet, you know, a celebrity. Yeah. What about Heath Ledger? Did they go find his dealer? 
See, now, with Heath Ledger, if I'm not mistaken, it was prescription pills that he died off of. And actually... had some heroin or something yeah, there, too. Cause it's a possibility. I thought there, there was, was a movie. Extra. My camera oh. keeps falling. I don't know, I don't know and I, I have a quick cor- correction from Trav. Oh, oh, shit. Twinks are the barely legal gay dudes. Okay. <laughs> oh, Just so you know. That's what it is. Thanks, Trav. <laughs> wow, Trav, good looking. <laughs> like, that's just my personal knowledge. <laughs> but now going back to Heath Ledger, I don't know exactly what he died off of, but the one thing that I did find interesting, he died um during it was after the making of the whole Dark Knight thing, and anybody who watched Dark Knight, me personally, I thought that uh Heath Ledger was the greatest fucking joker they ever had like he embodied the joker when he did that shit and what was interesting i had the uh, special edition dvd and uh, i think it's ham zimmer is the name of the guy that does the music and all that and he put together this long like 14 15 hour crazy like demonic music mix together and um apparently he had gave it to heath ledger uh to listen to while he was on uh the airplane so heath ledger would fly for like 12 hours just listening to this demonic orchestra sound and all that and that's what helped heath ledger get into that mind state and the story is is that during all that time heath ledger um really got so deep into that character that he found if you will some personal demons with them and within himself and they had to subscribe or they had to prescribe prescription pills and all that to help him go to sleep and different things like that and then that that was it was that on a combination of some other things which caused him to pass away and if you listen to the music that is played on there i could imagine listening to that shit for 15 hours it fucking up your head and so yeah he just got so deep in a fucking character that that kind of ended up being part of his demise so he was in a movie called candy and it was one of my favorite movies of his but it also freaked me out because him and he had a girlfriend they were into heroin i mean he had a it was a frankie lyman story he had a prostitute his gal to get his face yeah and all this fucked up stuff and so i believe that he if he would have gotten the character he would have done this shit like you know big time big yeah time. And I just have to give a shout out to Maurice. He said he's listening to us. Oh shit, son! Maurice in the building. What it do, son? Uh, what is happening? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I just don't know what is happening. <laughs> That's. Uh, did that Maurice sound good? Known for like. Did that sound good? What? What I always said that. When you said what? Uh, do you think like if a woman who hated gay cats would she hate me for how I said that? <laughs> yes. That's a good question. That's a good question. If not a good question, well, at least a segue into the story. No, are we not interested in that? Yeah, I, actually, I know, yeah. What, what happened with that? Because Steph, I don't know. I'm just feel like it would have been nice to say. I'm looking. I'm, I'm looking at the. Go for it, dude. So now, yeah, let me load up this thing. Uh, I'm hopping around and producing the show, and I get busy over oh, here. I'm sorry. Well, can I talk? Can I? Oh talk? yeah, go ahead. Do you okay? Read your article, yo. Well, because because we, when I read this out earlier, Steph was like, "Really? What the hell?" Apparently, I never heard of it. I didn't hear that story. Well, it's on hip hop, so I don't know how to I don't know how to rate that as far as <laughs> I know. Don't know how uh, valid fucking uh, or how credible yeah. all hip hop is when it comes to certain news stories, but yeah, go ahead and take that one. Well, it says here, woman disowns cat for being gay. And then it, <laughs> so apparently it says, yes, people, uh, this is the real thing. A Nigerian woman has disowned <laughs> her child because of the same sex attraction. Do you believe that? All because of the same sex attraction. It started an uproar. 
Well, it's Nigerian. (laughs) No, it says it clear as day. As the Nigerian newspaper leadership notes, this woman, identified simply as middle-aged, rid herself of bull. Uh, oh. She owned for seven years after the cat was deemed to be uh, in the habit of having sex. <laughs> what of of making sexual events? I don't know how that shit makes sexual. Oh, you know what? Actually, that's what does freak me out about cats. Uh-huh. Um, let me keep reading this shit. So apparently, yeah, yeah. after the after the cat was deemed uh, whatever, uh, only to other male cats in the household. But I don't know if I should keep reading this. It's ridiculous. <laughs> the cat made a record um, as the first cat to be publicly declared as gay and wow. as owner. Like, it's a big deal. Like, I wonder if this was in the papers. If anybody interested in this gay cat can have it because I have no further use of it. That's so fucked up. So I wonder, did this cat eat cat for, uh, for fucking snatch? I mean, why is she so pissed off about it? She's so distraught. Like, if it isn't fucking with you, then why? Anyways, it became apparent after the Nigerian president, Good Luck Jonathan. Oh, that's a gangster-ass name right there. No. Good Luck Johnson, son. I bet his luck is fucked, though. Oh, yo. Well, he's a president, and he says, and he, I guess he banned the bill. And starting all this shit with the LGBT and the goddamn Russians, and they don't want gays either. And apparently, the Yo. one I don't, know, I don't know if you know, and I don't, I'm totally done with the story because that's just ridiculous. Yeah, it is this way, completely there, ridiculous. There's this one, um, one of the Olympians, because you know, the part of the Olympics, like they, yes. it's in Russia, they made a clear shit, they don't want gays there. Yeah. And if you're gonna be gay and you're gonna be in Russia, don't touch nobody because your gayness is gonna spread. They told. They told the gays, real quick, not to cut you off, but they told the gays to stay away from the children out there. And it's funny because that's one of those stereotypes that always drives me nuts where it's like there's this one stereotype and they automatically compare you to something else. And I feel sorry for the gay community because the thing that they always go through is people automatically assume because people are gay, they're sexual deviants, and by nature, they're pedophiles. And so that's always the notion is that, oh, that gay person, keep him away from kids because he's probably going to molest some kids. So there's a big difference from a pedophile and a fag, you know what I mean? Like yeah, it's two pedophile. different things. And I mean, like, what, what was the guy from uh, what was that college? Paninsky, Pulaski, or something? Mm. Test little mm-hmm. boys. Yep. What was his name? What was his name? Polinsky? Yeah. Polinsky. Uh, Travi, get on this for me, please. Uh, but yeah, the, he, I mean, you know, found the little boys, and he was a married man. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Who had plenty of kids. Now, mind you, he could be a beard. <laughs> and and, you know, and it'd just be a cover up, but I mean, he like yeah. so. Anyways, but you know what though? If I can quickly say, no, I, I do believe though that gayness does spread. I felt like if if I if I wasn't affected by the people that I was, I wouldn't have been the flamboyant sexual demon. That I <laughs> <laughs> so I I understand their logic. It's fucking retarded. You know, yeah. I think it's gonna spread that way. I think it's more about lifestyle. So if you're used to seeing something, used to seeing something to be okay, well then you become okay with it. So it's just so it's not directly touching. Yeah. But I think I know what they were trying to aim for, but it just came out retarded. As well. Yeah, cause I that, tell you though, bro. I believe in comments. That statement. <laughs> Life has too many choices, but keep going. No, that statement. Uh, fuck, I just lost my train of thought. Uh, no, desensitization is what it is, mm-hmm. and that's the whole thing too. Uh, with TV, if you go back to when were highlights. Yeah, I can't hear you. Okay. Oh, you couldn't hear me. Oh, my computer froze. Oh no way. Okay, we got to carry on the show due to technical difficulties. Is that what's really happening? I don't like that. How the pressure. This white woman, how do you feel? Yeah? Oh, there we go. Oh, we're back. Okay, no okay yeah, my computer froze for a second. That was interesting. But, uh, no, what it is is uh, the story of um, desensitization. If you go back to I Love Lucy, when was that out? In the 50s? 
want to say that was in the 50s. Yeah, I want to say late, late into the 60s. They became yeah. color, but uh, after a while. But uh, when the I Love Lucy show came out, if you watch some of the earlier episodes, Lucy and what was her, uh, Ricky? Was that the yeah, husband's name? Ricky Ricardo, yeah. Ricky Ricardo, that was his name. Hey, and hey. they had two separate beds on different sides of the room. They would not let them sleep in the same bed on TV because they thought that that was being too sexually it too forward. It was too racy. Like, oh, my God, two people in bed to, or two uh, grown adults in bed together, they might be having sex or just fucking silly. But as you notice, TV over time has changed so much where you do run into desensitization. After you see something so many times, it's not that big of a deal where once you get down to later years or whatnot, you have fucking – Bad Girls Club and all these different things where even what's the show on um Showtime that the Paula Amoris show that yeah. uh the swingers the, show yeah. thing. I think yeah. it's called something Paulo Polly Polly Amorous it's like Love or something. Couples and they have like one dude and two girls that he's married to. Yeah, but they like show those people like fucking on TV. Yeah. And yeah. like that even Bad Girls Club they show enough. Yeah, Bad Girls Club is a lot of bad girls. And yeah, but uh, yes, the desensitization, and that's what a lot of people get. Well, if you keep showing that something is okay, eventually everybody's gonna think it's okay, and then they're gonna go, well, whatever the fuck like is like silly as shit. Like Modern Family, kind of to me, I don't know if they weren't the first, but kind of reintroduced, kind of like they're being gay couples and kind of making it cool. Modern Family makes the go- the gays fucking seem awesome. Yeah, like oh, I want to. I still, I never watched it. I haven't. Modern Family is shit. That's I keep hearing that. Yeah. But um, but there's other shows where now it's like all gay dads and it's yeah. like oh fuck what are we doing? I just saw a video that posted on I think World Star because whenever anything goes viral goes on World Star which is the devil but uh mm-hmm. I I I partake in the devil's pie every so often and uh they had a video on World Star what is the name of that Disney show? I know Jesse. No, oh, there's, there's a Disney show Charlie. now that has some kind of gay thing. Yeah, so, there's you know? a couple. There's a lesbian couple next door and they That's introduce it. them. They kind of like. Charlie, I don't remember. Is it Charlie? Something like that. But anyway, wherever the name of the show is, yeah, they introduced the gay couple next door, and they the way they introduced it was actually pretty cool because it was just like, oh, she has two mommies, okay, not that big of a deal, and then they kept going, and I was like, well, that's a positive way because you have shows back in the day that they used to really make it a big fucking deal, and they just kind of. I guess you could say showing it as it's okay or whatever, but you could get into conspiracy theories with the Illuminati and Disney and the way that they're programming good children. Luck, good luck, Charlie. There you go. But uh, I was going to say, um, yeah. it's probably really minor, but when it comes to they do it slowly implant things. And yeah. I have to say that SpongeBob may be a carrier of such fuckery, but back in I the hey, Arnold days, there was a record store in there, and in the record store, there was actually a record that had SpongeBob and it had his likeness. So, I mean, unless the show miraculously happened out of fucking yeah. coincidence from this backdrop of a backdrop, yeah. that shit was in there, and it was just slowly kind of, hey, this is cool. Yeah, and see, I've said that, too, about Disney. I was like, the reason why, in the point at women, the reason why a lot of women, I think, uh, choose bad mates if you will that whole chase the bad guy and uh he's uh, if you keep working with him eventually he'll become the good nice guy that's going to take care of you that goes back to the fucking disney days if you look at fucking beauty and the beast that's the whole point of beauty and the beast is that she found this beast but if she I keeps looking i could change him the fucking <laughs> the story that's of why a, you want a bad boy all he needs is someone to love him exactly 
in the story of uh, fucking Aladdin. I always thought Aladdin was so absurd. You have a fucking princess who's chasing a fucking hood rat who keeps running around stealing shit, but oh, I'm going to slum down with him and marry him. Disney is programming children or women in particular that, oh, just keep putting up with them. Eventually, mm-hmm. if you just love them hard enough, they'll take care of you, and that's the reason why you got so many of these fucking young girls dating bum-ass fucking niggas and hoping that, oh, well, if I just keep loving them, he'll eventually change. He'll stop going upside my head. It's Disney. Dude. Fucking Disney. It doesn't even have to go as far as being beat, though. It's just I, the fact of girls. I know. I just wanted to go all. I know. I, I, I go yeah. all the way over. I, I think Beauty and the Beast had it the most legit. He was a beast. He, he, you know, he's ugly. He's terrible. He's a millionaire. Oh, fell in love. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he got that cake, yo. Yeah. It happens all the time. So, and speaking of somebody uh, with cake, we could segue into the next story. Uh, Richard Sherman. Now, I know, mm. Popo, you're not that much of a sports person, but do you know Foosball. who. Foosball, right? Foosball? Foosball. He gets down with the foosball. That's he what he does. Foosball? He. Uh, That's a Waterboy reference. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Richard Sherman. A story just came out. No relations. No relations. <laughs> Richard Sherman's dad still drives a garbage truck. Um, the story, and this is from uh, BleacherReport.com, says Seattle Seahawks cornerback Richard Sherman is considered one of the best defensive players in the NFL, but even given all of his success, his dad, Kevin Sherman, still won't accept any financial support from his son. Is that right? According to the Los Angeles Times, Sherman's dad has been driving a garbage truck for 26 years. He gets up at 3.45 a.m. to work and even during holidays so he can get paid overtime. And um, Sherman's dad left Christmas Day early uh, so he can get back or uh, get back early or get back to work the next day. And uh, you're the one. Skips is the one. You're the one that brought up this story. I know you want to chime in about it. Well, no, I just like the story because people, you know, after he. Richard Sherman went off and was overly amped up after he won that game or whatever and everyone was calling him a thug and all this kind of stuff to see what kind of background he comes from it's like he's not a thug he's yeah. not a you know whatever word they want to use to he describe don't love him daddy, though. he don't give his daddy he, don't do my <laughs> daddy. he doesn't want the money it's not saying that he doesn't give it to him but the fact that he comes from a good upbringing and he did really good in school and all that kind of stuff it's like people only see one yeah. five second video and like oh my god the guy's a thug or he's a Motherfucker was on cocaine. He was amped and he was weird. Yeah. Yo, and the thing. He amped up. Fucking, I forgot. I think it might have been the Daily Show that really uh, put it all together. They were saying how you have all the shit going on with Justin Bieber right now. You have all the shit going on with that Toronto mayor, Rob Ford. You got them making all these felonious, uh, or they're breaking all these crimes. They're doing all this bullshit and all that, and all these news clips. They keep the bad boys of Canada, and they're just you know doing all this. <laughs> Rich, yeah, they were calling like the bad boys of Canada coming to your town, and they're oh, just cause, oh, because the Bieber, yeah, because Bieber and the you and know the, the Rob Four story, right? The Toronto mayor. The crack smoking Toronto oh, yeah, mayor, yeah, yeah, yeah. that guy. Crack smoke's such a fucking thing now for mayors. Like I'm not. I'm like, hmm. This is the thing. Shouts out to Marion Barry. But um, mm-hmm. fucking, uh, they were just showing a bunch of news clips of all these people who are like, uh, you know, just celebrating. Oh, just how bad these guys are, and they're just having a good time and so on and so forth. And the day after Richard Sherman did that whole thing, the word thug was used 625 times on the news the next day in reference to Richard Sherman and Richard Sherman simply played a football game made a game winning play 
went to shake the dude's hand that he intercepted the ball from the guy pushed him in the face they interviewed the guy afterwards and it was a white woman that interviewed him and he was still amped up and angry and it was a black man speaking loudly after a game with that poor white woman next to him and everybody was calling him a fucking thug and the thing that's so fucking silly you see you gotta behave around white people you can't be fucking acting all i've always said white women have superpowers (laughs) and just all of them don't fucking realize that y'all have superpowers you have a bring out the best in you (laughs) (laughs) the best that there's gonna be but fucking you have uh the whole richard or the whole thing that i think that just find absurd is that you have these players who are playing football you put them on a field you pay them millions of dollars to fucking ram into each other fuck one another up just get violent and so on and so forth but the second they step off that field you better get back and check and watch how you're talking in front of people that is so fucking silly we pay them millions of dollars to be barbarians and then get mad when they're still amped up when they come off the field that's fucking absurd Kind of like how the basketball players wear ties, or what was there? Wasn't there a big deal where you had to wear? Yeah, they had it made them dress up, wasn't it? Yeah, they made them. They could no longer jungle bunnies. Dance, (laughs) exactly. Dance, you're gonna look good. And that's exactly what it is. They uh, they stopped them from wearing hip hop gear. That's what it came down to was that they couldn't wear any hip hop gear and they had to start dressing like professional businessmen. I get it on one side that you're paying these guys millions of dollars. You want them to represent your company a certain way. But it's just always interesting where it's the black players that you guys are telling to watch how you dress. You're not talking to these rock and roll guys over here with gauges in their ears. No, it's the black guys. You pull your pants up and you dress a certain way while you're in society. But it is what it is. But going back to the Richard Sherman thing, like you said earlier, um, apparently when Richard Sherman was in high school, he had a 4.5 GPA. Whoa. He had a 200 or what is it, 1200 STA score. He was out of Compton and people were calling him a thug. No, this is a well-spoken, intelligent man. You could call Allen Iverson a thug. He was a fucking thug. Right. You could call a lot of these other players. This is an intelligent fucking man. But because he got loud in front of a white woman fucking fox news especially i'm watching you fox <laughs> news the motherfuckers got pissed off yeah. and it just it's so fucking silly it's silly. so i don't know i don't know i see you i see you over there popo that's hookah y'all don't worry this ain't working <laughs> <laughs> that's why god gave us this shit and fire and we had to figure it out all this. exactly yeah, richard sherman uh I mean, but you know what? The, we got to say, did the Seattle, what are they called? Seahawks? Yeah. Did, they, did they not take it? Did they not put a They dominated that Yo, shit. Yeah. Not only do I feel bad, and I feel bad, no one ever feels bad for Meriwether. Not only do I feel bad that he lost 10 million, but I was so convinced because all the analysts were, what they're saying were true. Yeah. Te- technically, fucking the Broncos should have should have had it. And their reverse yeah. effect happened. Fuck the game. That game wasn't cool. The commercials weren't even all that great. Like, no. when, my, when my buddies came over to visit me, all we were fucking doing were on, on our phones. I ain't giving a shit. Yeah. But um, the the coolest part though, obviously being such a big deal, they had a parade. So you've heard it earlier. They've mm-hmm. never won a Super Bowl, right? They've never been, you know, really the center of any sort of attention besides, you know, Kurt Cobain's dad or you know, yeah, fathering Kurt Cobain and you know whatever nonsense. But um, they, they had this parade, and you know, they there's there's this thing I saw in the news about it being such a big deal. You know, kids were gonna call home, you know, calling for school. They actually made it okay, like legally, like if you're, you know, if the parents give permission, like kids can miss school. And there's kind yeah. of like a debate of as to would you do that? Would that be cool? I mean, you gotta show love, right? And, yeah. Yeah. Would you guys do and that's actually a good, interesting question to throw over to a mother. What is your opinion on them letting the kids skip school for that? I, 
I don't see anything wrong with it. It's one day, maybe even a couple hours. It's not even like you're yeah. taking off a week just to celebrate. But I think it's good to celebrate or get behind your home team. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Show Unfortunately, pride. we don't have that in Arizona. Everyone talks shit Yo. about us being Arizona Cardinals fans, I, but I could care less. Cause. I got so <laughs> upset that year we were in the Super Bowl against Pittsburgh because I was really rooting from them from day one. We had a real good squad. We were really doing good that year. The playoffs started. I was like, yo. And I that, I was, that was the last year I was really watching football. And I was like, yo, we have a chance to make it to the Super Bowl. I was like, we can do this. Everybody's like, shut up, shut up. We made it to the Super Bowl, and it drove me nuts that people I was talking to from Arizona was like, they're just going to lose anyway. Yeah. That's exactly no. what is wrong yeah. with this no. fucking state. This state does not have any pride in itself. And that's the reason why we don't have any famous rappers from out here. That's the reason why don't nobody want to come out here and no, play for any of our sports pot. team. Yeah, and that's the thing. We're a tourist spot. Yeah. No, we're a melting pot. Meaning people yes. just come here from yes. different places. Not yeah. a whole lot of people except for you. Papa, where are you from? Yeah, you're born and raised. Uh, yeah, I'm, born I'm, and raised uh, here too. South Southside, South and bread. But everyone's from somewhere else, so yeah. they're representing from where they're from, yeah. which is great. But there's not enough Arizona fans we, yeah. there, and we don't really have so much of a culture. Cause, I mean, yeah, cause, no, because we know a uh, their coach belongs to the Indians. We put them in a little spot. <laughs> the we don't Get on that them. reservation. <laughs> But no, that and that is the thing because Arizona is a and that is melting pot. That is the correct term. It is a melting pot, just like New York is a melting pot. But New York has a culture about it, so There's people go. So yeah, people go to New York and it's a melting pot. But people have pride of being in New York, so people start rooting for New York shit, as opposed to people come out here in Arizona and then they shit on it. And then the people from Arizona are ashamed of rooting for stuff yeah. from Arizona. We said the same thing going back to when uh, Willie Norfolk CD dropped. Mm-hmm. I went to Best Buy and I bought that motherfucker the first week it came out and i don't know how many people from arizona was acting like crabs in a bucket it was like fuck willie fuck willie he ain't gonna do this he ain't gonna do that of course he's not gonna do nothing because his own fucking home right. state didn't support him but whatever it's fucking so yeah and and because we just honestly and 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 i hate to be such a great representation of arizona but we have a bunch of hate ass motherfuckers and i know yeah. i hate i hate a lot but i mean i at least do it with love <laughs> i got hate my blood i got hate my blood i knew jesus for that reason but no I, that's what that's what it is. It's just we cut the same way. Shit. Yeah. But, um, yeah. We can't ever like nothing, you know. Mm-hmm. No, I think He's it's on silly. Earth. Come on, get that love. Right. <laughs> There's no such but, uh, thing. Yeah. Ain't, ain't no love. And doesn't don't don't our next topic sing about love? She used to. Yeah, used to sing about love, and now she's singing about being bankrupt. But this is some fucked up shit. Actually, you sent this. Uh, Skip sent this link to me. You want to read it? Okay. Do you have it up on you? Well, I, uh, Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and load it up. I, 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 gotta, I gotta do cues for her so she can kind of. You're gonna be talking about this? I'm I got it. It says R&B star Tony Braxton has purchased a three million home, three million dollar home. Sorry, just in, just months after resolving her bankruptcy problems, the un, unbreak my heart hitmaker landed in financial trouble in 2010 when she filed for bankruptcy for a second time. Second time. Ooh, can that happen? I think That's that why I sent you this report because I was like, two times bankruptcy, now you're buying a three million. Anyways, when reports suggesting she was struggling with debts of between 10 million to 50 million dollars. That's crazy. Um, she settled the case by paying $150,000 last July, and now she appears to be back on track after buying a new luxury home. Excuse me, luxury home. But if you had ten, between 10 to $50 million in debt, yeah. you will buy a $3 million 
home after you get out of bankruptcy? Isn't that kind of that's kind of silly? Purpose? Like, why would you go do that? See, and that's like it's I, you know, I'm a sympathizer. I norm I always try to look at certain things from two different sides of it. And normally, like I see a lot of times, or I'll see a certain celebrity. Like you use Lil' Kim, for instance, when she went bankrupt and everybody was taking her shit and she was losing our cars and all that. The one thing that uh, I find, I find the. He's not listening. I, I, I'm trying to hold it. Can you please let me hold it? Can you do sign language? We can do sign language. All I know is death. No, seriously, I, I made fun of it, and I totally didn't want to make fun of it really quickly. Well, oh, no, go ahead. That the one that, that got all bitchy yeah, yeah, on yeah. Facebook thing, this girl knew how to do sign language, and he kind of has a yeah. sort of thing. I wanted to learn a little bit about your sign with it, but I thought they were talking shit. Yeah. And, and they kept going back and forth looking like fucking retard monkeys. <laughs> and I said that to the girl, how they how they appeared to me. Yeah. She has a deaf brother, or she had a deaf brother, and that's why she had to uh, learn. So all, there's all this, like, ah, oh, shit. So I had to learn, like, I, you know little key phrase they didn't get me nowhere <laughs> you ain't get no ass out of it <laughs> no, 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 no unfortunately no. but i'm saying i, I wanted to just display yeah that's why I but no um no i i i being a gemini a lot of times i look at things from two sides of it and so like going back to the little kim thing when little kim went through bankruptcy and they were taking all her shit and all that i sympathize on one level of it because you know, you live according to your standard. Like you make X amount of money a year, and so yeah, you're going to lead to that means. standard. Yeah, you're going to lead to uh, live to those means. Yeah. Now, if your money starts falling off, it's not that easy to go back, go from living a millionaire life to living a twelve dollars an hour life. And so sometimes I sympathize with the people when they can't get their spending in control because it's like they've been living a certain way. It's just kind of hard to completely roll it back in. But fuck. Tony Braxton in this situation because you didn't file bankruptcy twice and you're still making the same. Fuck you. If you lose this house, bitch, I have no sympathy. I what it, what was the song? Can't hold my hold my breath for my love or whatever. The bitch is gonna hold her breath, <laughs> looking for another fucking house, and nobody's gonna fuck her. Did she? Fuck wait, wait. Her. I want to I want to quote a line of hers. You know, there's a thing. Yeah. I'm breaking my heart. Something about over um, and over again. So she, yeah. she's telling you. She said what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna fuck y'all money. Over <laughs> and over I'm gonna keep again. fucking up over and over <laughs> again. You just gotta deal with it. So if, if, if my credit has to be messed up because and, you know and it's gonna be labeled that way and I almost have that dirty mark on my shit I should not be able to get something so good then again it is what it is what is wait who's typing notes in I just saw some notes higher and youngster oh you were typing in notes as yeah you I guess okay I we touched uh, on that yeah we did touch on that and if we were gonna fucking move along from from being high and from supposed to because when you come from bankruptcy there should be no coming back right and coming back twice there was a, there was a, there was a, there was a, you could file bankruptcy multiple times. You're not supposed to, but you could file bankruptcy multiple times. But so. in the line of rum of credit, it should yes. be difficult to build back up again, right? Usually, yes. it's, a, it's a death, it's a death mark, sort of speak. Yeah. Well, there's recently uh, two stories that kind of happened that I kind of wanted to bring to you guys. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's a surviving tale, though. One was a Mexican who got cast away for a whole year. Did you hear yeah, about I this? Yeah, I saw that. Mm-hmm. I don't think I saw that. Mm-hmm. He had a little boy with him. The little boy wasn't to be found. Was used for a booty. Who knows? The motherfucker didn't survive. The other guy mm-hmm. apparently was a fisherman, survived off that. I don't know yeah. if that is yeah. on how this happened, but pretty much he survived. A whole yeah. year. Yeah. Imagine going a whole year 
and living from that, right? That's the yeah. story. Next story, and, and Trav, my our, our, our correspondent on Philly, yeah, yeah, yeah. looked this up. There's a story of a most recent dude. I think he was in California, I'm guessing. Some dude, I think it was a white man. I don't remember. It's not important. He got attacked by a goddamn lion. Yeah. Had his shit totally, you know, like, uh, severed off. And I don't know what yeah. kind of surgery he has. He, dude's alive. He survived it. Now, if, if, mind you, this is a happy ending because you live. But if you can choose for a way to, to have to suffer, either a whole year at sea, you know, being limited to water, even though you're around it at all times, being able to eat nothing but fish, or to be mauled and, and but live after a while. You yeah. lose a little boy. You might have killed him, might have ate him, you know, who knows that that's really yeah. not on the table. But to survive that or to survive a lion attacking you, what would you rather do? Arizona first start with you. Me personally, I would rather get mauled by a lion. I am, and Skips could chime in on this, I do not fuck with the sea. <laughs> I don't fucks with it. You I would say die right away. You would know how to survive. Yo, fuck <laughs> that. I do. Uh, I, that's the reason why Like, I would love to travel abroad and go to another fucking country. I don't think I could fly over water. I am people. I, I don't fuck with the ocean. I look at the like how we look at we have Mars and we have these stars and all that. The ocean is an alien planet. And yeah. it's on the same fucking planet that we're on. And it just, I couldn't fucking do the whole cruise ship or be on a boat. I can't do that shit because we don't know what the fuck is in there. We've, we've literally have seen more of the surface of Mars than we've seen the ocean floor on Earth. We literally know more what is on Mars than we do in our own fucking ocean. Yeah. Fuck that. I'm not fucking with that. That whole Cloverfield movie. Mm. That motherfucker could be alive down there. Yeah, yeah. It could be live down there. I don't fuck with the sea. <laughs> so let me get mauled by a lion. I'm not fucking with that. What no, about you? So you know, you ain't finna look the same. You ain't finna look the same. I know. See, that's what I would have a hard time with. I don't think I could do that. See, the look lion at y'all thing. with y'all vanity. Well, okay, all, just wor- all y'all worried about is your damn looks. Girl, well, imagine how skinny we would be being on a podcast <laughs> for a year. So what would you pick? So what would you do? It would be, it's hard because now that I'm a mom, it would be hard to be away for a year like that. Yeah. But at least. Um, you'd still be alive. You'd have all your parts and all that stuff. But after watching that Blackfish documentary, that's scary because you're at the mercy of the sea and what's in it, and you're like the littlest thing out there. Yeah. Well, I, if I, you could survive, it would be it would be a. I think it's more of a mental thing. How do you want to get fucked? Do you want to get fucked mentally? Because imagine being there for a year. You're no. going to talk to yourself. You're going to be all this. Yes. Or would you rather suffer physically? And not look like you. See, you gotta imagine too, being out on sea for a year, where literally you're basically in solitary confinement, if you will, for a year. That is going to melt your brain. And even though you're physically capable, when you come, you will never mentally be the same. Because after being at sea for a year, your mind is elsewhere, and you're having. You're going to make imaginary friends and shit like that to keep yourself company. Wilson. And, w- oh. and Wilson. Wilson. And once you come back to society, you're not going to be able to uh, disassociate. You're not going to be able to disconnect happens, that. If that's what happens, too, because I know with the story with the Mexican dude, they don't really know what was going on that whole year. Yeah. So you don't know if he was with other people, if you went to an island or all that yeah, kind of see, stuff, yeah, too. Yeah, like, interact sure. with people here and there. Was. So you weren't, I don't think he was by himself the whole entire time. That just seems kind of crazy. Well, I don't know. Oh, that's what's gonna happen. I mean, he was, or else, because I said he had a little boy with him. Little he boy, did. yes, something happened. But how does he? I can't imagine him seriously surviving on a boat by himself 
in the middle of the ocean. He's a fisherman, himself. but by to state, yeah. to state the one factor was he actually was a fisherman. Yeah. So I mean, so as far as eating that, he ate a turtle. Apparently, they talked about, <laughs> and he, he was a fisherman. He Poor drank his tea. Yo, you know, there are um, fucking, that's supposed to be like real healthy for you. Like one of the most healthiest things you're supposed to do is when you wake up the first time you pee, you're supposed to drink it and, and it puts some type of nutrients back in you. And there's several MMA fighters who when they wake up, they drink their piss. It's supposed to be very healthy. Just like when mothers give birth, you're supposed to eat the placenta. No. You're supposed to eat yeah. that. Yeah. All those nutrients are that you <laughs> lost from giving I'll birth are in there. You're supposed to eat that shit. Ladies, I'll eat that shit. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, shit. You really are supposed to have. No, I mean, they, they, they said it is. And they, I mean, just kind of what was the old, the old facial cream thing with the dude's pledge. It is supposed to be good for the skin. Re- God designed this by design for a particular reason. No, I'm just saying that's just that's just truth, and that's all that is. Oh. I think you froze. Oh. oh, no, you good, you good. I should be, and I would hope so. What's going on? Are you going to throw, throw a case No, it looks like you good. But uh, actually, speaking of uh, people who should have froze, uh, Kanye West apparently had to settle out of court for assaulting an 18-year-old mm-hmm. in she Beverly Hills. Uh, he settled for a quarter of a million dollars. We talked about this. I think when it happened, uh, the whole story for anybody who missed it was that uh, Kim Kardashian got dropped off at some type of chiropractor or some type mm. of physical therapy thing. And as she went in, this guy held the door open for her and called her a nigger lover and just went all <laughs> off and inward this, inward that. Apparently, she was very distraught. She called up Kanye, who apparently came in, walked right up to the kid and repeatedly punched the kid at least 30 fucking times, like the week, whooped the kid's ass. And Kanye now has to pay a quarter of a million dollars for assaulting that man, which goes back to once again, I see things from two different sides of it. A lot of people are like, well, Kanye's a millionaire. That quarter of a million is not a big deal. My issue is, is once again, how we hold celebrities up to a certain regard. We have paparazzi fucking chasing them all in their lives, hopping over fences as they're with their family, taking pictures through their window and all that. And then when a celebrity snaps and whoops a fucking paparazzi person's ass, you're like, oh, man, they're so emotional. You know, that's what you chose to do and all that. I'm like, no, that's fucking silly. He enjoyed making music. He got famous off of making music. And unfortunately, it's a gift and a curse to it. But that doesn't mean that you could just fucking act like they're not human and just treat them a certain way i'd whoop somebody ass if you fucking walked into a chiropractor and somebody saw you getting out the car with me and was all oh, you fucking nigger lover i'd beat the dude's fucking ass and it's like just because Wait, so, are, so are you getting upset because motherfucking stated facts i'm beating their ass <laughs> <laughs> okay so fu- but yeah it's just so fucking See, silly ooh, with celebrities. I, 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 can, I can't feel you you acting how white women make me feel right now <laughs> 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 but I sympathize with celebrities in situations like this because it's just, it's just fucked up the way we treat them a certain way. And then you paparazzi purposely do things to make people react. And then like because I listened uh Roseanne Barr was on the Joe Rogan uh, podcast not too long ago. And she was talking about when she started getting away from the celebrity fame and stopped wanting to be in the spotlight. She said she uh, one time she was in a car 
and a whole bunch of paparazzi people were hopping up and down on her car, just yelling at her, trying to take pictures and all that. And some dudes were out the, uh, outside the window and was like, hey, do you want me to whoop this dude's ass for you? And she told them, yeah. So they beat these paparazzi dudes ass, but the paparazzi people overheard it. And so she got sued and ended up spending like a half a million dollars and all that. And she was like, you know what? I don't want to be famous anymore. If I'm just oh. at fault for everything and everybody could attack me and do anything, anytime I retaliate, I just got to keep spending money. I'd much rather not be a celebrity anymore. That's when she fell back and started doing the behind the scenes shit. Right. So okay. uh, that's what we talk about a lot too, is I would not want to be famous no. and have like no. walking to our house and Kai throwing a fit and then they're being like, Oh my God, her son's out of control. Oh, like, skips in Arizona verse cannot take care of their child. It's just so yeah. fucking silly how those things are just, yeah. Well, Biggie's big ass said it best himself when he said, uh, more money, more power. More money, more power. Under a microscope, you should know better. Justin Bieber, motherfucker, like, you know. And you know, I saw a picture of him and Rick Ross looking real boss-like. And I was thinking to myself, like, well, of course this motherfucker's going to think that his dick's swaying, like, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, he's the blank thing because he, <laughs> he's part of it. He's living the thing, and, and, and I'm, I'm pretty fucking sure he sticks his dick out. There's going to be a mouth to jump on it real fast. And yeah. you know, God bless him for it, but, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Plus, he's young. He, he's turnt. He lived that turnt life. Bieber has probably been sucked up since he was 12 years old. Yeah. There's no way. He's been fucking 14. forever. 14. Was it 14 when he, yeah, blew 14 when he blew up? He's been getting domed up since he was 14. I'm pretty sure he done fucked so many fucking famous older bitches. And I won't even get into all that, but yeah. Yeah, no, well, it, and I wanted to say something. I forgot. I guess What's that's that? what drugs are for. <laughs> they did sign. They did start a petition to um, send him back to Canada. Oh yeah, they they can they can leave yeah. and deport him. I was like, I've never heard of them wanting to send people back to Canada. So I thought. It was I weird. mean, just so they want to send Mexicans back. If if we're fucking up, they can do it. And you know, with yeah. the track record, I mean, it's not gonna be it's not gonna be too too fucking too too long or hold of a thing. That's funny. Again, Chavi chimed in saying that line uh, attack was some bullshit. Well, it happened. Are you are you calling me out saying that it's wrong? It's a story. I it's heard a it story. on the news. It happens. <laughs> <laughs> back. But yeah, just be. Oh, I now remember what I was say. Uh, it's funny because this whole lifestyle, you know that you know the turn life, actually now makes that stupid. I hate the fuck back a little b. Uh, when you do the song Justin Bieber. Yeah. That's. Being and I don't even I don't even know the whole details of it, but apparently Lil B just did a whole lecture at some college about oh called uh, thank thank you base God, and it was a whole like two hour lecture. Like I refuse to even like I know who Lil B is. I know about the whole base God movement. I've heard all the different guys who would be like, please fuck my girl base God and all that. Like there's a huge oh, movement man. with him. But I refuse for the life of me. I will not fucking listen to any of his music because I don't want to get caught up in that fucking ignorance. I'd like some ignorance. I get down with the Trinidad James and the two chains. I like some good ignorance. That's some ignorance I don't want to fuck with. That's a, a little B cult. And the motherfucker is doing. All right. No. Yeah. Just really quickly, where do we draw the line from purposeful ignorance, which is your two chains? Yes. Your, um, Trinidad James, thank you. Mm-hmm. What, where, what about what does fly? Where does pies come into? Because I think to me, is he is he a quote unquote real nigga? Dude, what See, and 
surprise is interesting to me because I haven't listened to a whole bunch he's of his a, he's stuff. He's apparently a very smart man. And he's, that's exactly what I was about to say. I've heard a lot about how intelligent Plies is, and that's the reason why, as fucked up as it is with Two Chains, like Two Chains graduated from college with like a fucking 4.0. So him being ignorant, he's being ignorant on purpose to make money off of it because he knows there's no money in being intelligent. Unfortunately, then he's doing the, everything Spike Lee said not to do. Yeah. And going to Trinidad, Trinidad has shown in interviews, he's not like, he's not like college educated, but you can tell he has a, he has a very good common sense to him. Like you hear him in conversation, he knows what, he's not as fucking stupid as a lot of people think. Same thing with 50 Cent. He's a well-to-do black man. He's a well-to-do. And going to 50 Cent, like 50 Cent when he first came out with the gangsta ass shit 50 blew up because he got shot nine times and all that but 50 you could tell he's a chess player if 50 knows what he's doing and i could tell that 50 has read the art of war by sun Tzu because one of the number one rules in fighting the enemy is that you are uh, supposed to have your enemy underestimate you you're never supposed to let your enemy know how intelligent you are you want them to underestimate you so then you could conquer them and they'd be like damn i underestimated what they can do and I can tell 50 lives by that rule because 50 is way smarter than he gives off. He does all that dumb shit on purpose. So those people, I'm like, they're playing a game right now. They're playing yeah. the system to make money off of it. Base God is just a dumb fuck. He's just dumb. That nigga dumb. That nigga dumb, yo. <laughs> so, uh, speaking of something that Papa, wasn't you're dumb, killing me though. with those looks. Sorry. I know. Oh, <laughs> Very entertaining. What's wrong? Well, but uh speaking of something that i personally didn't find dumb uh has anybody seen the new shakura and rihanna steamy video can't remember to forget about you because i can't forget or i can't remember to forget about this video after seeing this lesbian love fest i personally enjoyed it i know popo had a different opinion can, can we watch it again? And I'm not even saying because I, I found it all as as alluring as they're obviously trying to be. Yeah. But I really didn't fucking watch it. I, I caught a bits of it. Yeah. I caught the the, the Illuminati s sprinkles of yeah. crack on the show. Oh, you know. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing to do now. <laughs> so, but I wouldn't mind seeing it again now. Now, fucking, I still don't know how, how to fucking play the shit live on the show and have people oh, no? hear it. I still don't know how to do that. So, I am going to post the video on the ibhmpodcast.com website so people can take a look at it and watch it. And it was an interesting video. Uh, uh, the article that they have here says Shakira is back with a brand new steamy music video. And this time Rihanna has co also come along for the ride. The Colombian stunner has teamed up with Bajun Beauty for the provocative can't remember to forget about you clip. And it's funny because there's so much fucking Illuminati symbolism in it with the black and white stripes and just so much shit on here. But whatever. But uh, yeah, the video was real racy. One thing I will say, I did not know Shakira had ass. I have never... What? I've never followed her. Where the her. fuck have you been, sir? Yo, I don't follow her. And I saw that video, and it's a picture of her with the red dress on. I was looking. I was like, oh, Shakira, a little bit of ass. Y'all didn't even know that, yo. I didn't know that. I see you skip. So I'm, oh talk goodness, I'm talking about Shakira's ass right now. I do not gosh. care. I'm just saying. I'm putting it out there. I don't care. Either. You can look at her ass all you want to. Mm. 
Uh, when you guys go out in She's really cute, but I don't like the way she sings. I know, she has that odd voice. What's up? Yeah, like, it has that annoying Sophia Vergara. I forget what her name is from Modern Farm. Sophia Vergara. Yes. She's a Latina with cans. Her. I feel like she, I don't, I would love to think that she's, that she's playing on the, the accent isn't for real. Cause she genuinely has an annoying ass accent, but they purposely, when she talks, they make her, well, they want her to sound authentic. I wonder though, because like Erica, sorry, I don't want to do this, but Erica Mina from, um, Love and Hip Hop and her girlfriend, Sin Santana, they do the same thing. Like there's sometimes where it's like they talk without the accent and then other times it comes out like yeah. too much and I'm like, wait a minute, which one is it? Is, yeah. it, is that just how you talk or is yeah. you trying to put on, on like show, a but then, then again, front. It's about the drama, right? Yeah. Well, and actually Joe Button recently, I didn't even read the article, but Joe Button has come out and he's talking about that that show is not that authentic. Like he's come out and he's like, there's so much <laughs> Producing with that show, with any reality show, with any, and I'd yes. say it all the time. If you're watching a show that has a producer on it, it can't be a reality show because reality doesn't need a producer because it's reality. So okay. if somebody's producing it, they're producing how the show is going. Yeah. One thing that I figured out, and I and I don't want to give my details because you know even the Bible said don't tell your right hand what your left hand doing or vice versa. But uh, I, I would want to have a, a reality show because I know that the best way to do it, the way that you tear a woman is by telling a woman you know what I'm saying what's up so like if you know like it's kind of like all right, this is how I would do it if I would have a little thing and I forget how it would be real world esque obviously you yeah know? yeah uh, but the gays I would use the gays to spread the disease you give them the gossip ooh and then yeah. and, and it tells it and it, it becomes a, oh shit girl. and you know everyone hates for the line all that good stuff that's how you start a controversy you just you gotta start a ruckus yeah so, I mean, so I think that's, to me that's what I think honestly the way I would do it yeah like, who's the guy who did um Girls Gone Wild, what's his name? Oh, I don't oh, know his name, but I know Joe, who he's talking uh, about. Oh my gosh. Joe, some shit who has an island. Uh, anyways, this motherfucker. And, and I always appreciate a man who knows how to exploit women. You know, <laughs> but this motherfucker, he, I mean, and similar to you, well, did you guys ever watch Spring Breakers? The movie with uh, James Franco. Oh, look no, at that I didn't get a chance to see it. And, no. Okay, and and uh, some of them the twins. Disney stars yeah. Should, yeah, to do that. Well, anyways. Joe Francis. Joe Francis, yes. He, he, he is kind of like the like the ultimate perv. Like, you know, like, I, I don't know how it is to be in a porn set. But yeah. I would imagine you want to make, you want to get the talent comfortable. Yes. And, you know, get them very a la mode, introduce the guy. You want to smack them with your penis a couple you know times, get them ready. You kind of, you have to fluff them. You have to, just how a dude get the fluffer. Like, yeah, yeah. You fluff them a little bit. And then, so I, I mean, that's where the instant game happens. That's where the, well, you keep, just kind of, I don't know. I, I want to say, who, fuck, uh, I can't believe I'm drawing a blank right now. Who the hell fucked the Beatles? I forget her name. Uh, Yoko Ono. Yoko Ono. Um, well, not to say that that's what happened, but uh, yeah, her. You get you get them to to you know make make this one dude think. Hey, yeah, you're the, you're the star. You're the you're the best. You are the Beatles, which I mean can be can be debated. And I am a Paul McCartney fan, but I'm not gonna say it out. You know, for yeah, what yeah. it is. Um, but yeah, you get one to think that. Damn, all of a sudden you got all these options. Mm-hmm. You, know, you could do so much better. Don't we live in a world where we want better? I want mm-hmm. more. I'll give you that. But it's funny because any Beatles fan hates and despises Yoko Ono with a passion. She is the one that fucked the Beatles or completely fucked that shit up. But um, but no, going back to the whole reality thing, that is the whole point. Because I've seen a couple of behind the scenes things where um, they 
do a certain scene and then maybe the camera wasn't set up right or something like that and they're like can you guys repeat that conversation and we're just gonna go ahead and record it again and so i don't know but it's just yeah but loving hip-hop and i forgot even how we even got to this subject it was what were we talking accent, about sorry oh was, we're talking accents. that's what it was i was like i don't even remember how we got here <laughs> we got some viewers, y'all. I can't but, see uh, myself, so I don't know what it looks like. That's you right there. That's you right there. I can't see it. I don't have my thing up. Okay. <laughs> you make me nervous. <laughs> so nervous. Papo make people so nervous. <laughs> really, real talk, and I hate to even admit it, but it is pretty apparent. And I, I wanted to talk about one of my, I don't know whether to call it a gift or, or what, what it is, but I truly... I can clear. I can clear a room. Like, <laughs> like I'm, I, I feel like I'm the sweeper guy that kind of comes in. All right, all right, motherfuckers, everybody out. <laughs> I say some shit that's like, oh, and I don't know if it's too aggressive. What is it? Well, I don't know what is it. People say I'm, I'm too assertive, and I feel and it's so, aggressive. Nah, assert. No, I think assertive is the right and, one. And so I try to be all the more humble and, and which, but it, that's a filter to me. Just kind of like how I had to behave myself normally. And as soon as you get here, I want to leave because I don't want to say the wrong thing. <laughs> Which I've said multiple times, you don't have to leave as soon as I get here. You can hang out all you want. White ones here, get the fuck out. I would never say that, number one. And number two, I'm just going to do whatever I need to do to get ready for whatever we're doing. You can do whatever you want to. Just don't make it awkward. Well, that's the thing. Awkward. That's the troubling part. My my old time. This is my kryptonite, and I hate when bitches tell me this. Yeah, thankfully it hasn't happened too much, but when it does, and I hear it, whoo, it's a fucking, it's a flick to the nipple, and also fucking something inserted to the tank. Fucking when when you hear the words, you killed it. (laughs) No, don't tell me I did that. I didn't. I didn't want to do the killing. I'm not not a bat. I wanted to slay some things. I don't want to kill it. That means I have to leave. That's horrible. Yeah. That's funny. So apparently, I do that a lot. So I wonder, like, if I if I were if I were to try to get into stand up and try to do that, like, what uh, are the chances that it's either going to be fuckers just storming out completely, motherfuckers still in the middle of their meal and they're storming out, or gonna get my ass? See, and that's the beautiful thing about comedy, though, because mm-hmm. a lot of people, except silly ass people, but people go to comedy to quote unquote be offended. Like you, you can get up and you could say basically anything you want to because it's comedy. And at the end of the day, because that's the reason why I always pick on certain people about uh, certain jokes they get upset about. And it's like you laughed when they were making fun of Asians, but when they started making fun of you, you got offended. And it's like, well, don't laugh when they make fun of Asians. I've always said the same thing about um, what's his name? Uh, Louis C.K. Louis C.K. had a that he, I love Louis C.K. And he's used the N-word with the hard R in a couple jokes. And I've seen people get offended by it. But I'm like, you as a black person can't get offended at Louis C.K. using the N-word in a joke when you found Chris Rock's cracker-ass cracker stick my foot in the crack of a cracker's ass so damn funny. You can't laugh at this but then get offended when the joke's on you. Because at the end of the day, every joke, somebody's at the butt of every joke. So just because it didn't offend, this joke didn't offend you, eventually there's going to be a joke that offends you. And you can't laugh at everybody else but oh you're picking on me now that's not funny like people get so fucking silly but going back to you about being a comedian that's the whole point of being a comedian you get up there and you get to give someone the raw reality of this is what i think this is how i put two and two together and all that and people are either gonna love it or they're gonna but it is what it is Mm. 
Popo's thinking. We may yeah. we have, may have a future stand up comedian I think right here. Do it. I would hope so. I would, I would you guys go to a show? I would maybe, so fucking maybe. go. I'll be there. Yeah. I would so go to a Dick yep. Popo fucking comedy show. I'm there. You might have two supporters, but you'll have supporters there. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm almost considering if I should fucking if I if I should hire some hood niggas to. I mean, yeah, obviously, I'll wait till I have to get to the big leagues and I really start offending po- politicians. But I mean, whenever it gets to that point, I mean, I'd be a happy man regardless. But I'm saying the fact mm-hmm. of being able to scare motherfuckers out—that's what. I'm, see, but apparently, I spooked you out. See, you see what happens when I when I. No. I, I just, I'm still here. Oh, I don't well, care. Woman, you, you can't leave. This is your place. I know. <laughs> but I'm saying I'm not like, oh, I'm gonna go hide in the room or anything when you're here. So. Gosh, I don't like when that happens. I, when you guys were when you guys were first to, together, obviously you guys were already living on your own, right? So it wasn't a matter of having really a beat. Like, how, how does it happen when the when the in laws are around? Do you mind talking about that? Oh, I don't care. And when, the, when the in laws are around, like obviously everybody has we to be in the family. Lived room with and, his mom for a while. Yeah, yeah. The well, first, I, well, I remember that. I remember yeah, that. All, like we're roommates. In the soul soy. Yeah. Wait, what? And then like in the soul soy. Yeah, dance <laughs> on them, but yeah, moms, yeah, was staying with us and all that, and then yeah, it's just it's like it's whatever. Like I said, it's funny because there's certain conversations I haven't had with your dad because we have completely like different political views. It's not even on some old like. I don't even know how to say it, but it's just we have different political views, and so it's just certain we conversations. Do too, so don't feel bad. Yeah, and it's just certain, and that's that's my thing with a lot of different I, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, no, I know, okay. but that's my whole thing with a lot. There's certain conversations I won't get into with certain people because it's like you're already a hundred percent certain about this one thing. I'm not going to really debate with you because I'm we're just going to be not going to contribute. Anything. Yeah, we're, we're just going to run in circles. Battle. Yeah, we're just going to keep going in circles. And so, like, even there's a a, a cat that I used to uh, work with back in the day, and there were certain things where he just a hundred percent felt this way about certain things. And it's like, even though some of it I agree with, and other things I don't, I'm not going to get in the conversation with you because we're just running in circles, yeah. and we're not going to have a construct constructive conversation and that goes back to my Neil deGrasse Tyson my Neil deGrasse Tyson my favorite quote of his when he was like he gets asked all the time if he's atheist or agnostic he was like don't label me either because when you label me something you've already made up your mind about what my opinion is and that's why I say I'm a conspiracy theorist but I don't like for people to call me a conspiracy theorist because you've already made up your mind what my opinion is on something Mm -hmm. so let's just have an open conversation let's leave it at that so that's my feeling with hipsters Goddamn hipsters! <laughs> don't call me. Don't don't I'm call me hipster. But uh, speaking of some hipsters, uh, the fucking Grammys just passed. What was it last week? And did anybody here watch it? Skips. Nope. Did you did you watch it, Popo? I'm sure that I did, but because it, it was so long ago, it was a week ago. Was right? that a week ago? Yeah. Week ago, two weeks. Something like that. It was some. I, I forget. Recap. But no, a couple real quick. Uh, winner. The one again, right? Of course. Okay, okay. And we'll get fully that. more into that. Shouts Wait, out. Didn't we talk about this out to the whites? What's up? We didn't talk about this last episode. Wasn't it? No, we talked. We talked about. I, I made a prediction on the year end. Uh, yeah, the uh, why because of the internet episode. I made a prediction then that Malcolm Moore was going to sweep the hip hop awards. 
which he did. Yeah. And we'll get into that in a second. Just real quick, uh, taking a look at what's on here. It looks like, because uh, I this is my first time even seeing who won anything other than the Malcolm Moore stuff. Looks like Daft Punk and Pharrell Williams won Record of the Year with Get Lucky. Hey, which, did this hat annoy you or did not fucking annoy you? <laughs> Yo, the one thing that was hilarious, you know, I'm a wrestling head, actually. Let me pull up the shirt so people can see it. Yeah, Represent. Uh, I got the WrestleMania shirt on, but fucking uh, the Royal Rumble was on at the same time. And so I'm on Twitter and I'm watching the Royal Rumble and I'm tweeting about it at the same time that the Grammys is on. But the one thing I knew was that Pharrell had an oversized fucking hat because within 30 minutes of the show starting, his hat had its own Twitter account and his hat was tweeting. And it was so fucking hilarious. But that uh, Get Lucky record uh, with Daft Punk was actually interesting because I heard uh, not too long ago on the Sean, or excuse me, uh, Juan Epstein podcast, Sean Paul was on there, and they were talking about that Get Lucky record, and I knew it's a good record, it's on my NBA 2K game, but I didn't know how big that record was. Apparently overseas, that record is fucking huge. So from a worldwide standpoint, that was the biggest record of the past year. Nothing was bigger than that worldwide. I, I personally like it. I don't. I fucks with you. You's just a hater. I'm not a hater. I just don't <laughs> just like Just a it. hater. That's no. all I'm saying. And she's not a hater. She doesn't fuck with And uh, Papa, why am I looking at, why am I looking at what looks what? like? <laughs> what? Huh? Wait, I missed all that. What happened? <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at Papa, what looks like an Illuminati symbol on your neck. Looks like your webcam went a little low. I can't see oh. your face. Oh, yes. Uh, it actually is. A, it, it's just my symbolism that, that I'm God. Uh-huh. But anyways, I, plus I wanted to just put it on my face to look all stupid. As oh, do you say, do you say? <laughs> but um, what the hell are we talking about? I don't. Oh, the Grammys, the Get Lucky song. Oh yes, uh, Skateboard P. Skateboard P. I will say his contributions to the Daft Punk I thought was really dope, but I fucking hate that Happy song, and I hope that and that kind of scares me a little bit because I want to think that I'm not a happy person because I feel I had much joy with White Jesus. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it brings that out in me. But what I'm saying is I didn't like. Uh, because they made literally 24 hours worth of music video. Did you hear about that? No. For that song, it was on the Despicable Me number two. I heard about it. It, oh. it, it won most original song. All the motherfucker says in the song is I'm happy. Yeah. Yeah. But it won most original song, which is what upsets me. But anyways, and for the video, because you know he has his own channel, the I Am Mother on YouTube. Well, oh, okay. He, he made 24 hours worth of music video for that one fucking song. Yeah. Highly even makes a cameo in one of the. Oh videos. yeah. But each video is an hour long, so they have a video for every hour of the day. Is that not fucking ridiculous? I don't know. So it kind of drove me. That's kind of crazy. That it's that's cool. interesting, but yeah, yeah. Uh, his hat though. Exactly. <laughs> fucking hat. I know that was the biggest thing. But the from a hip hop standpoint, the biggest story. Fuck you, uh, Trav. I pulled the shit out of you. Keep going. <laughs> the biggest story from a hip hop standpoint was Malcolm Moore. Um, Let's be honest, Rob Kendrick Lamar at the Grammys as he swept the hip hop awards like I said that he would. And the reason why I said that he would is because the Grammys has never really been big hip hop fans. But whenever there's a white rapper that comes out, the Grammys love them. Now, the thing is, though, 
I don't blame the Grammy committee. I blame, once again, us as minorities because shots out to Ebro from Hot 97. Ebro talked about it because him being uh, the head of Hot 97 Radio and all that, he gets hit up all the damn time about doing voting for different events and different awards and all that. And he was like, I never participate in any of that shit. And he was like, I'm part of the reason why Kendrick didn't win. They hit me up about coming in and voting, and he's like, no, nah, I got other shit to do. But the Grammy people who vote all the damn time, a lot of them are older white people, and they just know that same so- uh, same love song was huge. I guarantee the great majority of people have no idea what Malcolm Moore's album was even named. It was, oh, that's the same love guy. I'm going to vote for him, and that's what it comes down to. So once again, it comes down to us as minorities not fucking participating in stuff and white people participating. That's what it comes down to. If you don't vote, you don't win. Can yeah. I read that text that he sent to Kendrick? Yeah, go ahead. Who sent what? Macklemore. Oh, sent you didn't a, see that? Because they're like friends no. or whatever. And so Macklemore sent the text to Kendrick and put it on his Instagram. No shit. Yeah, and he said, "You got robbed. I wanted you to win. You should have. It's weird and sucks that I robbed you." I was gonna say that during the speech. Then the music started playing during my speech, and I froze. Anyway, you know what it is. Congrats on this year and your music. I appreciate you as an artist and as a friend. Much love. Which I kind of thought was kind of shitty. I forgot about you. Sorry. I was just basking in my my win. That's how I felt he kind of was saying it. Yeah, Yeah, I'm sorry. I was uh, getting all these awards. I meant to shot you out, but fuck you. That's basically what it came down to. Much love. We're still friends, but... Yeah, schoolboy, schoolboy Q's still my dude, and I'm gonna be <laughs> tracks, and I'm waiting for that fucking album to be honest with you. Yeah, I'm waiting on that too, and um, it's actually interesting because another thing Malcolm Moore uh, said, and that Malcolm Moore is one of those people. I like him, but he bothers me because he says all the right stuff. And I would really like to meet him. It, yeah, it's as silly no, as it sounds. Perfect. Your, your, your PR work is astounding. It's phenomenal. He says all the right stuff. And so I don't know if it's a case of him being just a genuine, real stand-up dude or if he's just a PR advisor's wet dream because he says all the right stuff. Dude, this would be well, I, Coming back to that same love song, too, I yeah. know he has a gay uncle. So that's kind of yeah. where he was coming from. And he wasn't coming from like him And being I still a gay can't dude. see you, Papo. Hmm? I still can't. Still oh, you still typing? Oh, do you think? Do you think? <laughs> I'm trying to put something on and it doesn't work. <laughs> but no, yeah, that was the story that he said because I know uh, he was on Hot 97. He was getting interviewed by Angie Martinez, and Angie Martinez asked him what made him want to do the gay love song. And he said something about either his uncle or he said a couple of his uncles are gay. It was something like that. So he was like, he grew up in an environment around gay people. And then so he was like, hip hop never talks about gay people. So he was like, I wanted to to do that and it ended up blowing up and i mean much love to him you know i have personally said that kendrick or kendrick malcolm moore is a dope artist he has horrible rhythm though i've said that a lot of times his rhythm on beats is very choppy but people think that he's the amazing spitter because he can rap fast but he has no rhythm on records eminem has rhythm when he's on record and when he's rapping fast even though recently eminem has gotten very robotic with his flow which he yeah, even mentioned the on the Rap God song that he's starting to sound like a robot on his records. 
But uh, one thing, uh, going back to Malcolm Moore being a PR person's wet dream, he announced that he had an unfair advantage due to race at the Grammys, and he called his win a blessing and a curse. Um, he said it's a blessing and a curse, a little bit more of the curse. Uh, first and foremost, Kendrick is a friend of mine. He's somebody that I love his music, and in my opinion, had the best rap album of the year. And knowing how the Grammys usually go, I knew that there would be a great chance that we'd win that award. In essence, Rob Kendrick, that's what happened that night. It kind of sucks. I think we made a great album but i think kendrick made a much better rap album and hands down without a shadow of a doubt kendrick lamar's uh, uh good kid mad city was one of the best hip-hop albums that i might go as far as to say of the last 10 years i can't think of a hip-hop album over the past 10 years that was better than kendrick's album so he did get robbed but it is what it is once again us as african americans and as mexicans and as minorities in general we need to vote we need to get out and say shit we don't say enough shit we sit around and we, you know, wait for white people to vote in our favor. And when it doesn't happen, we get mad at white people. I'm looking at you, Skips. Like, what the fuck, Skips? What you going to do for his life? What is your people going to do to assist me, Skips? We take care of our own. Exactly. <laughs> oh, no, that's what it is. And there's nothing wrong with that. Because white people take care of white people. Mexicans they got it together. They got the shit together. Jews take care of Jews. Blacks don't care. take care of themselves. But that's what it comes down to. And black people, minorities keep getting upset that, hey, white people aren't looking out for us. That's not white people's job. White people are here to protect their own. Black people are supposed to protect their own and so on and so forth. That's the reason why the Jews rule the fucking world, because they have been taking care of one another for thousands of fucking years. And yeah. I know I get pent up about it. anytime oh, Jews goodness, come up. Oh, anytime Jews get. I, I get offended. Where's my money? At? <laughs> But speaking about something else I'm passionate about, uh, it is Black History Month, which uh, is funny. I uh, posted a meme on Facebook not too long ago. Uh, it was a picture of a black kid and a white kid walking down the street, and the white kid said to the black kid, um, hey, it's uh, Black History Month. Are you celebrating it? And then the black kid was like, no, I celebrate uh, black history all year long. That's for you guys. Because once again, yeah, black people, we do celebrate it all year long, and it's so silly that they gave us a month for it, but I get it. I was trying to say it's because black people are very arrogant and they're very loud. Oh, no, we, we so just... Say, y'all rap it all the time because y'all live our day. Shots out to uh, the Hidden Color series because uh, black people really need to learn their history and people in general need to learn the history of this world. But one thing I did want to do, since it's Black History Month, uh, every time Black History Month comes up, we always talk about Malcolm X, and, or excuse me, not even Malcolm X, we talk about Martin Luther King, talk about Rosa Parks, we talk about the commercial Black history shit that people always talk about how we created peanut butter i want to talk about something i do love y'all for peanut butter. we made peanut butter but i want to uh not dedicate but i want to bring up someone that in the refrigerator right and watermelon well, it's watermelon. <laughs> y'all known for no, we watermelon. We, no, but it was in the fridge or something. We invented way more shit than a lot of people realize, but I won't even go into that. But one thing that a lot of people aren't aware of, I want to real quick just bring up the story of Henrietta, Henrietta Lacks, who is an African-American woman who was the unwitting source of cells which were cultured by George Otto G. to create the first known human immortal cell line for medical research. And and it's known as the Hila cell line. I'm gonna use. Uh, I'm gonna put a link on the website where you guys can click on this. And um, essentially, this woman in 1951 went to John Hopkins Hospital because she felt a knot inside her. Uh, she had told cousins about the knot. She assumed that she was pregnant. Um, 
Uh, after giving birth to her fifth child, she started bleeding abnormally and profusely. Uh, she was tested for syphilis, which came back negative, so on and so forth. Eventually, this woman died, and after she died, the cells from her tumor were given to this George G. guy, and essentially how... Um, how cells work, the reason why you're only supposed to be able to live 120 years is that you have a cell and your cells die and repro reproduce themselves over and over. And so basically that's the reason why we age because as your cells replicate one another, you get older and older because it's a copy of a copy. And as time progresses, the reason why you get older, you get weaker, so on and so forth. This woman had basically cells that did not die. And with her cells, they were able to produce a vaccine scene to cure polio and a whole bunch of other things what's Popo doing I know Popo's messing with the camera right now. I don't know what the fuck he's doing. But, uh, no, so essentially this woman had the first human <laughs> cells grown in the lab that were immortal and they could be used for conducting many experiments. And due to this, they were able to cure polio and a whole bunch of other diseases. And her cells to this day, fucking 60, 70 years later, are still alive and they're still curing diseases with it. But she never got credit for it. And people have made billions upon billions of dollars off of this woman's cells. So a black woman cured polio and many other fucking diseases and great majority of people do not know about this so this black history month fuck talking about martin luther king for the 20th hundred fucking time i know that goddamn story i want people gay, to research what wasn't he gay no he was uh he was a philanderer there's, he was there's, there's or was that malcolm x apparently it was my wasn't my, there's there was no, no stories of malcolm x it's so many story, and black that's the whole movie. thing anytime you have that's a black story, anytime you have a black no. man do something it's always a story about he the reason why he was doing some dumb shit on the side but yeah. Well, we don't obviously well, want to honor the bad shit, and I don't want to yeah. be that guy that brings up. No, no, no. Shit. I know. I think not with my motherfuckers get twenty eight days. Goddamn shit, enjoy <laughs> that shit. Be grateful. Be grateful. <laughs> Goddamn it, we give you twenty eight days. But no, the story with uh, Martin Luther King is that he was cheating on his wife. He was a philanderer. He couldn't keep his dick in his pants. And Malcolm X. I don't know too many rumors about Malcolm X. It was just the whole thing that he hated white people, which is interesting because after he traveled to Mecca and. And truly found God, he came back and he was like, you know what, even though I still have an opinion about white people, he's like, I realize I've been preaching this in a hateful manner and I need to stop preaching in a hateful manner. I need to uh, preach it in more of an informative manner so white people can be aware of the bullshit that they've been doing and so then we can work together and make this shit work. But the reason why he isn't celebrated during Black History Month is he spent so much of his radical. career talking about, yeah, he spent so much time as a quote-unquote radical talking down about white people and white people running Black History Month, so they're not going to celebrate him. But research Henry, Henrietta Lacks. Uh, Y'all need to get to know that woman because, once again, black people have done a lot of shit that a lot of people in the world are not aware of. Yeah, yeah, not just the crimes, but also obviously grand achievements like that. Yes, and uh, speaking of uh, some other black shit that's uh, unfortunately going on, um, George Zimmerman, my nigga, my nigga, George Zimmerman, aka the killer of the black man, is uh, scheduled to possibly fight DMX label crack man so this is the killer of the black man versus crack man in a celebrity boxing match was absolutely horrible i know skips has some um very uh passionate feelings about the whole george zimmerman thing i could see the look Kanye in your eye. Tyler, before we get into that i wanted to mention really quickly that um when it came to um the, the 
I just forgot. Oops. Let me back away. Take it back. Skip. Take it back. I totally forgot. What? No, go ahead. I lost my train of thought. Blame it on marijuana. Blame it on Popo had a thought and then he got high. And then he got high. And then he got high. Don't rub it in. <laughs> but uh I know you had some strong opinions, Skips, about no, the whole Zimmerman whole thing. Situation is um it actually gets me kind of emotional because it's it's the fact that this guy is making a name for himself after he killed an unarmed teenager. I don't care what race or any of that stuff was going on. The fact that he said he couldn't fight this little kid and all of a sudden now you're going to do a boxing match, boxing match with some grown-ass man. How does that happen in a few months? You know what I'm saying? Like, he couldn't fight this little kid. That was his story of why his self-defense. And now you're going to go fight a grown-ass man? Because you could fight all of a sudden now. But back when you got into that fight with that 17-year-old kid, you couldn't fight that night. And you need to pull your gun out and shoot him. And the one thing that this thing, this uh, whole celebrity boxing says a lot about America is that you can murder somebody and be considered a celebrity. Like going, yeah. going over Paris Hilton shows her snatch. Fucking Kim Kardashian takes yeah. that in the booty by some, saying some R and B singer. Yeah, but that's different too. You're on a different level. Yeah. Yeah. It's still, it's, that's still like okay, she did a porno basically. There's a lot of pornos for a celebrity. Yeah, quote unquote. You kill the harmless little boy, little black boy, little, little black, black boy. boy. You can be a white boy for all I care. Yeah. I don't care. It and that's the that's the interesting debate about this because going back to the whole Trayvon thing, me. I'm viewing it being an African-American. I view it from the view of uh, another black teenager getting murdered and no one giving a fuck. Mm -hmm. And this can go to the kid that was in Texas that got uh, handcuffed by the cops and they handcuffed him and he was in the back of the squad Mm -hmm. car. And then somehow he shot himself in the head when he was handcuffed behind. uh, He was handcuffed in the back seat and somehow he found a gun that the cops didn't know was in the back seat and they didn't even investigate it. Then you have the Renisha McBride chick who got in a car accident, went and knocked on the dude's door and that she was walking away. He shot her in the back of the head and killed her. And they didn't want to arrest him. This goes to the college football player who got into the car accident, was knocking on the woman's door. And then he got shot and killed. And it was like, oh, well, he scared the woman because how he was knocking on the door. This goes to the kid that was in Walmart who his music was too loud. And the guy shot and killed him. And they didn't want to arrest him. Another one just happened either yesterday or the day before where it was another black kid who was at a gas station playing his music too loud and got shot and got killed. This happens a lot. And from a black side of it, it's like that's the reason why black people get so riled up because we keep getting shot and getting killed. And it's like, well, in Chicago, you guys shoot and kill each other. So it should be okay for other people to shoot and kill each other. But it's interesting with Skips, you're looking at it, not even from a racial point of view. You're looking at it from the point of a mother and seeing an unarmed kid get shot and get killed. And making it justified that it was okay. And then I told I told. Arizona verse. I said when this happened, I said he's not going away. George Zimmerman was not going to no. go disappear or just be a regular person again. No, he's a I celebrity. I knew that he was going to be in the news again. I didn't think it was going to be like this stuff. This, but I th- yeah. I thought he was going to be in the news again, and then it was him getting arrested. Like he over. he kept getting pulled over he for got speeding. In trouble for beating up his uh, father-in-law. His girlfriend. 
Yeah, yeah it's just wilding out. Yeah. But see, but don't, so don't you guys feel yeah, yeah. the the label of a celebrity? It's really just another word for an idol. We're fucking we make idols yeah. out of this. Because yeah. honestly, when we start talking about this, the, the racist in me who who does just wants to be funny, yeah, yeah. truly does idolize this motherfucker yeah, yeah. because of how much power he has because he's getting away with it. Yeah, right? exactly. So in that same essence, we're just making idols. Like, yeah. Right? I know everybody wants to talk about that, but that's no. all it is. Yeah. And is he not going to get his spanking though? Because come on, tell me the truth. If he's going to go against Crackhead, fucking DMX, Harf Harf, yeah, yeah. or fucking or game. Who was another uh, yeah. uh, considered uh, talent? I guess yeah. volunteer, but you know, I'm over yeah. shit. Yeah. Regardless, this man's gonna get his ass beat, is he? No, not? I don't think so. No, I no? genuinely believe is he that get training, jiu-jitsu training, they're gonna train MMA. I genuinely believe I if he fights DMX, DMX is gonna get his ass kicked. He's gonna, he's gonna win it. He's gonna throw it so he can get some money. No, DMX <laughs> is gonna get his ass whooped because he's a 43 year old crackhead. Game was the first one that yeah. came out and was like, I'll fight him. Yeah. The game is like six foot four, 200 and something pounds. Yeah. Zimmerman, oh, I don't want to fight him. Let me fight this 165 pound, 40 year old him. fucking crackhead, this older guy. Well, he actually wanted Kanye West at first. Yeah. Shut up. That's the oh. other thing. That's the other thing that's interesting that. about this is it's no two way. things that's interesting with this. One is that he decided I'm gonna do celebrity yeah. box it and he keeps calling out black people. Yeah. He wants to fight yeah. someone black. He wants it to be a big deal. Because he, he wants, wants to he wants to, to capitalize it. off yes. of the race of it. And the other thing is a fall on. The other thing that was interesting, the day it got announced was on Trayvon's Martin birthday. It was got it announced recently? it was no, the well, that's what, okay, but duh, that's No, when they announced that George Zimmerman was gonna fight, they announced it on what would have been Trayvon Martin's nineteenth birthday. Harry, they Harry, done Harry, that on purpose. Up in line, we got ourselves a battle. Battle of the fittest. George Zimmerman, known racist killer <laughs> is going up against former crackhead, Arizona resident, fucking DMX. Yes. And it's just it I call people out on for people in the world are so ignorant if they don't think that this was purposely mm-hmm. announced on Trayvon's birthday. They could announce that any day. They waited till Trayvon's Martin birthday. And by the way, we're gonna have Zimmerman fight a black person. And on top of it, the guy that's um promoting it, I can't think of his name. I don't even know. He's a piece of shit. Hate. Fuck him. Uh, are we done? Oh no, we back in the building. Skips. Okay. Oh, Yo, Skips, okay. go ahead and uh, you got to click back I'm on it. My camera's on. What do I do? No, we had some technical difficulties. I'm going to pass it over to Popo. I'm going to let you because you're not in here. I'm going to fix it. Uh, okay. Popo, go ahead and continue what you were saying about Zimmerman. I don't know what yeah, I was saying. Hold the show while I do some <laughs> okay. well, I, don't, I don't mind that. Lord knows I wanted my shine. I don't know if I told you this. When I, was, when I did my little mini episodes, yeah. you know, when he was when he was sick from his throat thing and he, he had was. to work the next day. He was and very it was sick. It's a big deal because it's, it's all new place and I get it. But um, I did a show with my beaner buddy, like I said, and we truly, like, as soon as I was introduced to my boy, my boy, we've been talking about doing, trying to do this for a good little minute. Yeah. He was all excited, like, hey, we're finally doing this. You know, he's barely kind of going into it, and here I come, and I, and I, Kanye West, Taylor Swift, him, and be like, ah, right, but no, 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 no. Let me, let, let me bring the attention back on to me, please, because, you know, I've been sitting under Arizona versus Shadow so long, his black, big black shadow. <laughs> My big, my big black Wang shadow. <laughs> I feel your pain. I feel your pain. Oh, you feel the pain. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever, nasty. No. Are we gonna get personal? Oh, 
Oh. Are you measuring sticks now? Speaking of measuring sticks, okay, my buddy. Okay, now. Let's go. Tell me, oh, she wants to see it. I know it. She gave me the look. Oh, <laughs> my uh, my buddy, and, and God bless him for this idea. And and I and I am so in love with him and his girlfriend, like in their story. Yeah. Because uh, she she lives out of state. You know, what I'm saying he lives down here, and you know, just health things, financial things, or all these things that kind of pulling them apart. Mm-hmm. Um, but which naturally does. Right. And if, you know, once he kind of gets on his thing and can hold it down, he's gonna bring her down here. But so right now they're they're living the distant things. What do they call it? Long, Long distance, distance relationships. Yep. So uh, for Valentine's Day, he actually sending her, and I I, I doubt she'd be listening, but he's sending her something, and it's 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 a mirror of him, so to speak. I won't give too many details, but it's a it's a mirror of things. Okay. And uh, kind of so that he can send his love when. Well, you know you can do that. You can make an out like a mold. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's a beautiful thing. Which is that, I don't know. To me, that's like that's that's the most romantic thing I think anyone can ever do. Because one of the most cherished things that I hear from exes and those who still continue to visit me regularly, God bless them, uh, is with like <laughs> they hate me. They truly yeah. hate me, which what sucks. Because you know, I I love and I love to be in love and I love to be all the emotion, but they just hate me as a person. But they say, God, if I can just take your dick, like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, if I can and just take not, that dick with me. And it's not even because obviously the big dick is a dime a dozen. So, but 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 to be to be to be to be told that is such a fucking beautiful <laughs> thing. Like, God. I definitely tell Arizona versus the same thing. So, yeah. yo, uh, fucking, uh, fucking, um, that would be with Valentine's Day coming up. That would be an awesome <laughs> Valentine's <laughs> Day gift. Yeah, get a mold of your penis and give it to. <laughs> I got this for you. It's all you, baby. It's you, girl. It is all you. Uh, you will get your thing cut off. Uh. <laughs> so, uh, real awkward. Uh, oh, Damien Feldman yes, is the name Damon of the guy. Feldman. Or Damien yes. Fe- Feldman. Blah, 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 blah. So, we uh, corrections? Yeah, we're uh, we got a fact checker the, on it. Yeah, well, well the, by the way, oh, Travis brought it up to Travis did tell me that the that the guy who was touching little boys at the college was uh, Pulaski. Oh, Pulaski. Shit, fuck it up again. No, I forget. Polanski. Polanski. There Polanski. you go. <laughs> so there we go. All right. Shouts out to our our tech department out there in Philly who's slow as hell, probably jerking off. Not even not even mind. <laughs> what are you doing, boy? But uh, real quick. Oh, he also said really quick too to go with the story. He oh, just said his MMA fighter or trainer, sorry, testified that George was such a pussy he had to shoot him. Which case him? Yo, wait, so the same. The trainer? Yeah. No. Yeah. Oh, oh fuck yeah. Okay. This is this, the guy. This, this is the Damon. He's the um, working together with celebrity boxing promoter and trainer Damon Feldman is the guy that's promoting it, and I guess that's training him, training him for this fight. I'm sorry to, to be so excited, but I'm glad that he doesn't have some training though, because look, yeah. I want him to go up against the game. Yes. Because, right. That's a, he's the motherfucker. And let's see how tough he really is. Yes. But if we're going to do that, no. we're going to put him in this fucking predicament that I want to see him trained and I want to see a fucking good gladiator fight. See, I, I see it from a different point of view, honestly. I don't want the fight to happen because it, it coming, again, it's like a slap in the face to, to Trayvon Martin's family. If him giving him an ass beating that, that he no, should get? I'm or because like, it's in a profit. No, the, that they're making a profit off of it. It's, oh. yeah, the I mean, fact that at the end of the day, the only reason why this fight is happening is because some kid got killed. 
And so yeah. the result of Nobody this kid getting killed, George Zimmerman, George Zimmerman is famous. Yeah. George Zimmerman is all over the news. This yeah. other promoter is about to get paid off of this fight. And all of this is a direct result of Trayvon getting murdered. It's, I, I don't know. know. So, I will say. So I would. the family gets proceeds then? Do they get any proceeds? No, they're donating it to charity. It's not going to the family. So no. this, they still don't give a fuck about Trayvon's family. So it's just, it, it's one of those things where I do, I, I'm stuck in the middle because I kind of want to see it if he gets his ass kicked, but I also don't want to promote it because then it's the whole going back to America. We make stupid people famous. And <laughs> even the fact that we're talking about this right now, we're making George Zimmerman famous. We're making a stupid person more famous than he needs to be. Well, I got to give a shout out to Maurice who's listening and told me that TMZ said that the fight is canceled. So I went on TMZ right now and it says... George Zimmerman fight canceled. Promoter promoter gets cold feet. George Zimmerman will not be going toe-to-toe with DMX in a celebrity boxing event, and the promoter says it's because his conscious finally kicked in. The promoter mm, for the event took to Twitter Saturday afternoon to officially cancel the event and said he finally realized there's more to life than money, the promoter adds. Just looked at my son and daughter today. Wow, I'm so lucky these people must be in such or must be in so much pain. All you people are right. Unclear exactly what he meant by those people, but probably a poor choice of words. Those niggers. I guess it's canceled for now. So so what do we have to do then? Because if this is not exactly what it's supposed to be, when you get a celebrity, someone that you either... I mean, who do we get then? Who's who's relevant? Because obviously, you want who deserves an ass beating? Like, I don't know why. Or how do he do needs it? Do to get an ass beating of off of camera, off of media sites, get off his, of get his ass whooped in a sense of where there's no profit exactly. involved in it. But actually, this is my. But that opinion. sounds like that sounds like a fucking torture. This is what it no, like. and that's why I was the, actually about to say. Sentence. I personally don't wish any harm on him. I don't wish any harm on him. It's fucked up what happened. The whole thing, and like I said, and. I'm going back to it. Whatever happened that night, I call it a perfect storm. You have a perfect storm situation of George Zimmerman was a man who saw Trayvon and saw a black man and thought that he was up to no good. Trayvon, on the other side, was stereotyped the same thing. He was walking and saw what looked like an older white man that he didn't trust. And it was a perfect storm of us as people of race stereotyping another race. The unfortunate part about it is that it ended with that kid getting killed. It ended with the cops showing up at the scene of the crime and it's suspecting the black kid had did something and they didn't drug test George that night. There's a perfect storm of social media people had to come through and yell at the top of their lungs like, why is it this guy getting arrested? Then it took 44 days uh, for the guy to get arrested. That's why I wasn't even upset when George Zimmerman got let go. They arrested him 44 days after it happened. So much fucking shit has happened within those days that fucked up any any crime that happens. If you wait 44 days to arrest somebody, you're not going to have enough evidence to... Was he just some random black dead body then? That- That's what it was. It was like, oh, this kid got killed. He They drug test him. Oh, he had weed in his system. And so this kid must have been up to no good. So, Take yeah. Some crack on him. It'll be all right. Yeah, let's dust some crack on him. You know, he's up to no good. Let's keep it moving or whatnot. And so that's why I wasn't even upset when George Zimmerman got let, uh, let off because it was like any 
crime. If if you accuse me of selling drugs and then wait 44 days to arrest me, I can get rid of all the evidence yes. and you gave me 44 days to come yes. up with a cover-up story. Yes. So I wasn't even mad. The judicial system did the mm -hmm. best they could and they couldn't get away with right. it. But the then my... Itself. My problem is then George Zimmerman showed after, how much of a piece of shit after. afterwards yes. that, oh, I'm a celebrity now. I'm going to take advantage of this shit. And so yeah. it's just, it's well, so I mean, it, 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 but, but is his name not already fucking shit on? No, yes he still has no. supporters, though. Yeah. Huh? He still has supporters. Yeah, and that was the other thing that I said leading up to the trial, which was all oh, fucked up, yeah. is that leading up to the trial, he made six figures worth of money of racist ass people donate money to make sure he got off. And then I was like, you have all these rappers, these basketball players who are wearing the hoodies and all that. They didn't donate to fucking Trayvon's family to make sure they got a no. top notch lawyer. So once again, we did it to ourselves. And uh -huh. so it was just, it was a fucked up situation. It's fucked up that the man is considered a celebrity in America, but that just shows what America is about, what we consider celebrities. Oh, he's a celebrity now. And it's just whatever. It's, yeah. it's going to be something else again. And then eventually what's going to eventually happen is he's going to keep wilding out like this. Eventually he either is going to go crazy, kill himself, or somebody is going to commit a crime and kill him or something. It's going to come back to black people harassing him so much that poor George Zimmerman yeah. wouldn't leave him alone. And yeah, that's the reason why it happened. And see, and this is what gives them a legitimate excuse. And once again, yeah. I know it's bad because obviously it's all yeah. for profit, but to fucking capitalize off of his shit because, hey, I killed a little nigga by the right. door. Right. I'm in some trouble. I'm not going to be liked. Yeah, I have supporters, but I also can't be in the hood now. I think I had my hood yeah. card revoked from now on. You know, so so naturally that's his compensation. But see, then again, yeah. it, it goes into... And I'm not a fucking advocate. I don't know yeah, why yeah. I feel I, I feel myself like I feel I feel God talking to you. I'm just like Sarah Joe. I'm just doing what I'm doing. No, and I appreciate that because this is the conversation. You got to have multiple viewpoints of it. I'm not 100 percent right. You're myself, not. Yeah, but I'm, but I'm completely no. true. Though I'm right. Yes, yeah, I'm, I'm right. right. But I don't agree with myself. Yes, and I agree <laughs> with that too. And I guess being a white female, I've never gotten to the point where I felt like I wanted to shoot somebody. Yeah, I've always talked about like my dad brought it up too recently about oh you guys need to have guns and stuff and I was like yeah but I don't really want it because I don't really want to have that responsibility I guess Yeah. and he's like well you always talked about having one I'm like I know but the more that the whole gun issue comes up and shooting people and people getting killed over stupid yeah. stuff I mean what if it backfires and, and just turn around or yes and I'm a perf I'm a fond believer of you bring stuff on to you. Yeah. And so I think there's a lot of situations. Even I see, uh, I took my mom to the grocery store the other day and this guy, more than likely a registered gun owner, had his gun, you know, on his side. And I'm just looking at it. You're bringing attention to yourself that you carry a gun. Yeah. Somebody's going to test you. You're supposed to have it, though. Like, if you don't have a concealed permit, like, you're yeah. supposed to. Yeah. So it's kind of like, and I think that's that's part of it. It's like showing your dick. Yes. Yeah. It's, it, and that's exactly all. It's just showing your yeah. dick. Hey, look what I got. Yeah. And that's the whole thing it goes back to to people who have those the wild west the wild wild west but that goes back to people who have those expensive ass cars you're just calling attention to yourself yes. you're you're calling someone to do something you can't expect not you can't expect yeah. yourself not to get jacked if you know if you exactly. bump in like a motherfucking this ghetto ass neighborhood yes and so that's my opinion when it comes to like people with guns and all that 
it's like I, I i think every american has the right to have a gun if you feel the need to be right. protected and you want a gun that is your right have a fucking gun but i also do believe that there's some type of universal balance to it where you do call on certain attention to you when you get you yourself do. in those situations it's a certain attention you bring you. Someone's gonna be like, okay you have a gun let's see how you can use it yeah okay i'm gonna test your ass now and so actually i'm about to pop open these guns thing. oh please do there's an interesting thing too my parents went to um san diego recently because my second cousin was graduating from the marines and my dad has a concealed uh, weapons license or whatever for Arizona. Which doesn't cost too much. It's not hard to get. You no. should be able to get right. it. Right. So you can have your gun and I. Can you have it loaded or not loaded? It's supposed yeah. to be not loaded. Not loaded, but oh, you really? can conceal it. Depending on where it's at. But I think in California, you can have a gun, but it does no, not need to be loaded. No, well, this is going to get into. I don't oh, know okay, what the laws ahead. were here exactly as, as far as concealed. But I know in California, they told him he almost got in trouble because he went there and he had the gun. But they said you cannot have it loaded and you have to have the chamber somewhere else. So you have to have well, like you keep it at the house, you mean, or no, 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 no. You can have it. You can have it in the car, but they can't be in reach of each other. So like the chamber has to be like in the glove compartment. The the gun has to be like in the back seat. How am I so supposed cannot, to assume I'll with having this? That's what. Yeah. Like so then you have silly laws like that too. So it's like, okay, well if we, if you really needed to use it, again, why okay. do you even have it if you can't use it? Yes. But then you don't want to have it really i don't know it's just kind of a weird thing for me i don't know yeah no no it's because it, it can it, always come back on you too and you can get in trouble for using it the wrong way or something like that too you know i feel you so it just it adds it complicates things it does i think it does that's why i'm like steering and especially with my boys and stuff like that too i would never want to have a situation where i would feel like i would need to but i haven't yet so the brand that we're showing off here but no i feel, <laughs> when it comes to that though like because i know i feel it's a responsibility yes because now if i'm in a situation let's say the the ed helms thing colorado i don't fucking watch batman i'm being the dork i happen to be a motherfucker that has a lot strapped on him ladies hello can you hear me but he's saying i have a gun <laughs> starts shooting off do i stand up there and defend him and and, and stop him who's trying to kill others or do mm-hmm. I use the stripper for protection? Mm-hmm. You know, like that that's a form of saving, isn't it? Because this guy has to go down if I want these shots to stop firing, right? Mm-hmm. It's a responsibility. That's where it gets tricky, yeah. It just gets kind of tricky. Again, yeah. yeah. All right, let's say this half pulls up. Uh, the new Batman movie. Yes. I'm going. I have, I have my, my thing on me. So motherfucker tries to pop off what happened in Aurora, Colorado. Yeah. Start shooting. I have my gun. I take him down. Don't kill him. But literally blast his fucking hand off that was shooting shit. Yeah. This motherfucker's down. Mm-hmm. There's, there's, there's no more. He survives. He lives. Now he's fucking living without a goddamn limb. Should I have killed the guy? I tried to stop. I, I stopped what theoretically could have been yeah. a massacre inside yeah. this one theater. Not only counting the people who are running out from the other yeah. rooms. I just stopped a massacre from happening. Yeah. But the question, though, because I remember, I think it was the Young Turks who brought this up because... After that Aurora, Colorado thing happened, there was a huge debate about people being allowed to have weapons like in theaters and things like that. And people were, were using that exact same scenario. Well, if people in the theaters could have had guns, then they could have shot back and they could have, you know, stopped the guy from happening. Or you could have had all those people with guns and you could have got a Wild West Wild shootout West. and everybody shooting and everybody could have got killed. It's one of those. And I use this all the time. And not necessarily as a cop out, but I think a lot of people look at certain things as black or white in a sense of it's either this or it's that. And I think there's so many things. There's so many shades of gray. There's so like it's so many. And actually, there's something else that we're going to get to later on the show that I think it's a a black and white debate, which actually has many shades of gray. But I think that's a lot of. Oh, yeah, we got several (laughs) more articles. 
Come on. But um, but no, yeah, I know we got sidetracked. I think we all got riled up on the George Zimmerman thing. You yeah. know that but, was gonna uh, happen. We should say that. Was gonna <laughs> that should have been an thing. But uh, I despise that dude. But uh, and we won't even get back into him because no, then uh, we could talk for an hour about uh, Zimmerman. I wanted to make a joke when you're talking about, and I want you to finish the story about what what the ideal is from the, these different scenarios. Because honestly, what would be a perfect massacre, yeah. perfect killing, is that you do this at a Latino black uh, known theater place, yeah. and if everyone has a gun on them, they all get into it. It's all of a sudden uh, kind of like an outbreak in Resident Evil, and all these people are infected. And we gotta we gotta just shut the whole damn thing down and get all of them. In. <laughs> Is that, is that possible? Is that too deep? Is it? It's possible. It's a goddamn conspiracy. That's what it is. That's all it is. Something that isn't a conspiracy, though. Okay. Shots out to Utah, who I normally don't give shots out to Utah because um, uh, it's a very Mormon country. It is. Oh, I, I like look at me. And yes, I was going to say that. I, I rocks with him on that. I, I, I'm just uh, if, I, if I only had the budget. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, it's gonna be expensive, the good right? Lord, the good Lord keeps me humble. <laughs> <laughs> so what about Utah? What's going on in Utah? What the fuck is going on? But over there? Utah is on track to end homelessness by 2015 with one simple idea, and their one simple idea is that. Let me find the answer. Here we go. Put these fuckers to work. No, this and this is very logical in my opinion. A lot of people may disagree. The state is going to start giving away apartments with no strings attached. In 2005, Utah calculated the annual cost of ER visits and jail stays for the average homeless person being $16,670 a year. While the cost of providing an apartment and social worker would be 11000 a year. So each participant works with a caseworker to become self-sufficient, but if they fail, fail, they still get to keep their apartment. I think this is one of the brightest things I've ever heard of because if you, once again, you break down the math of it like that you will save $5,000, that you will save your state's budget $5,000 a year. If you sip per per person five thousand dollars a year per person, if instead of letting these people be homeless and keep arresting them and keep having them go to the ER without medical care and all that, Mm -hmm. if you simply just give them a place to stay, it will cost less money. And if you give them a social worker, you may be able to get these people back on their feet. Because the whole thing is, there are certain people who are homeless because they're alcoholics, because they're drug drug addicts, and all that. There's also people who simply fell on hard times and no one was there to help them out. And so I think that this is a smart idea to fucking give these people a second chance at life and it may work. There was a meme I remember that went around after that whole Detroit foreclosure and once again didn't fact check, didn't look into it. But the meme showed that there is supposedly more empty homes in America then there are homeless people. Mm-hmm. So literally, America, who is the quote-unquote richest country in the world, the most powerful country in the world, we also have the most homeless people, but we have more empty homes than homeless people. If you gave every one of those uh, homeless people just a home, mm-hmm. they wouldn't be homeless anymore. And as of these stats break down, we would actually save money. But we're a capitalistic country. There's no money in saving people. 
Yep. Once again, goes to prescription pills. Yep. We deal with uh, symptoms. We don't deal with curing anything because mm -hmm. if you cure somebody of something, you lose that income. I want mm -hmm. that income. So instead so, of saving so, it, yeah. How pissed off are doctors going to be? Because obviously we know that fucking going to the yard ER is a fucking rape. And Lord knows that I hate that shit because I worked in healthcare and I know yeah. the business and I know how they do the milk shit. We can't help. We milk shit. Shit. We're trying to make the most that we can out of what we can. We're trying to make a, a dollar out of a dime and a nickel mm -hmm. or some shit. However that saying goes. How are they going to How are they gonna take this hit? So then all of a sudden it's going to be more. I think if that does happen, it's going to, I mean, I hate to think so deep into it, but it could, it could, it could uh, make a spiral to where I will. We need to have income coming from elsewhere. And where else would they make the most money? Prescriptions, who they're following, yes. the brands yeah. that they're loyal yes. to. And, and that's the reason why marijuana is illegal because pharmaceutical companies make so much money off of medical marijuana by giving it to do studies and quote and quote and different things like that. And also because marijuana and the oils from it the various different things of it have been proven time and time again to cure things not as a symptom not uh, to you know l a symptom but to cure things and pharmaceutical companies don't want marijuana to be legal because they're going to lose billions of dollars by having this natural product because how they're trying to do it is if it's legal let people grow it too and if you're letting people grow it you're losing money off of it yeah. And that's all. And that's the reason why America is the greatest country and the most fucked up country, because it's the land of opportunity. If you get in the right situation, you could literally become rich out here in America. But we also live in a very capitalistic country where it's all about a profit. We don't give two fuck. I could not imagine working, being the head of a bank and being like these hundred thousand people can't make their mortgage. I'm going to make them homeless. I yeah. couldn't imagine doing something like that. Yeah. But it all comes down to money. It really yeah. does. That's why I wish it was cartel. Wasn't it something that we had? Wasn't that something we talked about before too or read or something like that? It was like how much um a pill cost and then what they charge you or how much it costs yeah. to stay in the, in the hospital and then how much it costs how much it costs them compared to how much they charge you yes was like a dollar compared to eight hundred dollars I, mean, uh, I mean like pizza. it was like crazy yeah i mean a pizza computer parts with all the right ingredients it makes it pretty damn yeah. cheap and you know yeah it massively and that's the whole thing is <clears throat> oh excuse me is we're all snacking I know we're eating gummy bears. Yeah, that's rude. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna eat on air. I don't give a fuck. Um, but no, that's the whole thing. That's um, just interested with the whole pharmaceutical thing because I think doctors, um, I think they're worth every dollar that you know mm -hmm. they make. You know, especially considering that you got to go to college for so long money. and. Yeah, you yeah. got student loan uh, bills up into the hundred thousand six figures and all that, so they deserve we the money they make. Eat, and that's all it is. But we all need to eat, and we all want more. In Congress, they can really fucking put down the the you know fix the deficit and get shit down condensed, like if they wanted to yes. take a smaller cut, but they can't <clears throat> because they they don't. Know. The greatest thing going back to the whole welfare debate is when uh, there was that story about I forgot the dude name. I think it was a mayor of New Jersey or something like that. But he lived uh, a, welfare, uh, a welfare living for a month. And he said that he was extremely humbled by it. And my remark was, I wonder how he would have felt growing up on welfare. You would have a completely <laughs> yeah. different. Yeah. But that one month, so it humbled you so much. But imagine growing up on that. I mean, but it's a, it's a culture shock, you know what I mean? So yeah. It's a fucking, it, it really is a drop to the ass. Well, and what, um, Inside Edition did that special with that yeah. chick, uh, the reporter, whatever, the journalist, I she guess. She was supposed to live a day off of food stamps. She, no, oh, no, no, she had a dollar fifty. 
Oh, yeah, she was supposed to live a day off a dollar fifty. Whole day off of Taco Oh, no, 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 no. Guess what she did? Oh, they had company lunches and they had this going on. They had this going on. So she didn't even have to use her money. She was like, oh, it was so tough and all that. But then she went to her friends and ate and she had lunch. Yeah, but it was like you still didn't learn anything. Like that was tough. People and then then they go people suckering the system. And I don't know if you knew this. One of the biggest things that's gonna happen right now. A lot of panhandlers out there. Obviously, the people Mm. you see in the streets. Some of them aren't homeless. Yes. Yes. I've heard that a lot. And now, and I see it too, and I see motherfuckers take shifts, and I see people like yes. uh, revive others. I'm sure there has to be a business that that, that distributes these fucking signs and tells you, you don't <laughs> look like this, handle yourself like that. We see motherfuckers that work for other companies telling yes. you where the smoke shop at, where the pharmacy at, where the mm-hmm. whatever business. Yeah. Where's little Caesars at? You have motherfuckers out there promoting. It's fucking like- Chris Rock had the greatest joke about that. He said, "If a homeless person has a funny sign, he hasn't been homeless long enough." Mm, that's real as hell, right there. Yeah. So, speaking of somebody else who may be homeless uh, soon, uh, UK. What's up? Oh no no. Angela, I cut a couple articles, so I'm gonna jump no, over no, no. in a second. Queen Elizabeth, Queen Elizabeth is down to her last 1.6 million dollars in reserves after royal overspending. I find this absolutely hilarious. Uh, me personally, I have a strong opinion about the UK and um, them in general. The bloodline and the bloodline and the royal? there's the royal? um. A lot of inbreeding within the mm-hmm. royal family. They, much like the Jews, are very big about their bloodline. And what they do is they keep uh, track, if you will, of the family relations. And as soon as the blood is out to about the 14th cousin level, they start marrying their cousins to bring the bloodline back in. And then they watch it for a while to make sure they don't start getting down syndrome. And then they shift it out. So it's basically a family that has been fucking itself for thousands of years now, keeping the bloodline together. Mm-hmm. And I find it interesting that Queen Elizabeth is uh, about to go broke. And to some people, they hear $1.6 million. They was like, that's oh, still that's a lot money. of money. Yeah. Uh, no, this bitch mm-hmm. was worth hundreds of millions of dollars and for them to be down that low i also call conspiracy i think they're bankrupting the world on purpose to introduce the one world government because as long as all the different um financial dollars around the world once everything collapsed the way to fix it is to introduce a new currency which is available all across the world and you'll have one currency and then if you got one currency you need one government to watch that one currency all across the world and then also there's the whole thing of eventually we're getting close to one religion and eventually you're going to get to a situation where right now if i commit a crime i could run to mexico or south america and i could get away right but once there's a one world government, if you get in trouble, there's nowhere to go. Right. You're they can find you anywhere in the world. Where as much as people don't like hearing conspiracy theories, we're getting very close to it. And I genuinely believe that all this shit with all these people going bankrupt, this is happening on purpose. Listen, one another one of the biggest things too, and I can't even fucking hear myself, but I'm hoping I'm I can hear hoping, you. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Um one of the biggest heartbreaks, even though they're really known as bad guys, Hussein and Gaddafi, yes. they were going to change the fucking currency. You know? So if we would have went euros with it, if we would have went, I mean, do you think it still ultimately leads to the yeah. one thing, one dollar? Because we would have tried to bring it to gold. Mm-hmm. That's where it was going to be. Euros is, is a fucking, is, is a faggy little transition. Yeah. We're going to go straight gold for currency. Yeah. And I mean, 
And the thing about the even the American dollar or the American money in general, it is a legal note. It has no value. It has value because we use it. But the dollar back in the day, you could trade your money in for its weight in gold, if you will. Exactly. Now it's just a note. It's a piece of paper. And the reason why the um, it has value is because we place value on it by spending and by bartering with it or whatnot. If everybody just stopped spending money, the economy would collapse. Money has no fucking value. It's pieces of paper. We're the ones putting value in it. You can't trade it for anything. No, what is valuable is minerals. What is valuable is gold and diamonds and all that because it takes millions of fucking years to make that shit in the fucking earth none of his money has fucking value and that's the reason why they're crashing and they're going to introduce a one world currency and we're right around the corner from that that's just me getting a little conspiratorial no can i say something yo? Say can i say what 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 no see i want to listen i need to listen. <laughs> i'm almost losing my train of thought in, in it too but i <laughs> don't know bring it back you already put your hands up give me give me the bring it back to me uh, I was gonna say if it, if it were to come down to their because we really truly don't need currency but because we want to have it because we want to see what so and so is doing because we want to see this and have that and do this we need this extra bit of thing because honestly if, if we all we really need in life is to with love and food for fuel right if we can have our own little gardens and have our own little family then that only makes that uh, you know the food. I have my own little farm, my own little family. I don't need nothing else because hey, everything's here. My love is here, my love right here. You yeah. know, everything a, a means of communicating and living with the rest of the world. Yeah. But kind of back in the day, get all biblical. We lived in nations. We lived yeah. in herds. We all participated and, and did a part. Yes. So all we really need is love and fuel and I guess yes. food, things to keep us going. Right. We don't need all this other shit. And that's actually a good segue for the next topic. But before I get to that, real quick, shouts out to Travel Lord. It was Corey Book. That was the name of the former mayor of Newark who lived for uh, off of food stamps for a oh, month. Okay. Okay. That was his name. But that was a good segue with what you just said, because the next thing I want to talk about real quick before we get out of here is uh, there was a big debate recently, guys. Big debate that shook the world up, had a uh, half a million views live on YouTube. And that debate oh, was the shit. creation versus evolution debate. We got to talk about this before we. We get didn't learn out of nothing here. new. There was nothing new learned in this damn debate. Nothing new at all. And let me just read this article real quick. It says, uh, "Days after a wide-ranging debate on creationism and evolution between Bill Nye and Ken Ham, the event is driving an online conversation. Themes of belief and literalism, logic and faith, and for some relevance, are being aired and disputed. And some wonder what the debate accomplished." <laughs> The video of more than two-hour debate in which Nye and Ham presented their views on how the Earth and its surroundings were created has been viewed more than 830,000 times on YouTube, and at one point, the live event drew more than 5,000 viewers. Now, on the live blog page, there was a couple different people who chimed in with some stuff that um, I thought was real... Um, was the word productive it was productive conversations if you will and um somebody by the name of richard Ar Ar arthur came away with the top rated comment and he said as a christian i will say this 
my faith does not require me to believe in the age of the earth as outlined in the Bible. Christ commanded me to love, and that is where all Christians need to focus. Discussing yes. how many fairies can dance on the head of a pen is a distraction. And the greatest response for that was from a guy who was an atheist, and he says, and this atheist respects you for that. Now, the thing that I say... Oh, that's nice. That's nice. Now, the one uh, the one thing I saw on here that I thought was real interesting, somebody... Um, uh, there was a reader named Slick Top Tetson, and I actually I really love the pimp name Slickback. No, it's a pimp <laughs> named Nameth. You ain't seen my new Twitter handle. I'm a pimp <laughs> named Nameth, yo. Is it really? Yeah, it's really. You got you look at uh at Arizona Verse. I'm uh, now a pimp named Nameth. I got the pimp suit on. You dig? But the greatest uh, comment that I really. But I really what Peter went after him. Yeah, that's stupid. Tell Peter my mink is dragging on the floor. But whatever, Uh, we ain't gonna get on that. It keeps everything alive. It's an economy. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. (laughs) But no, uh, the greatest comment was uh, this guy said, "As a Christian, it always amazes me how much other people of faith struggle with this. The Bible is written in parables. Parables. How about this?" Evolution exists. It's undeniable, plain and simple. How can your faith lead you to believe that God created everything in the universe, but yet you can't believe that perhaps evolution was how he did it? And that is what I take away from all of this. We could argue back and forth all day. And the thing that I always find interesting whenever these arguments happen between religion versus logic and when both sides get so like just angry and just so wholeheartedly just uh, a lot of it comes down to people not exactly knowing right i don't care if it's a religious side of it i don't Mm -hmm. care if it's a scientific side of it at the end of the day we're all arguing over other stuff that people are telling us at the end of the day you have um I've gotten into debates with people about like, oh, well, you know, it's so silly that uh, that uh, hardcore Christians believe the Earth is six thousand years old. It's impossible. How are rocks here? That just looks stupid. I always say, how do you know how rocks? I can't fucking pick up a rock and tell you how how uh, old it is. I honestly, I have a, a, a philosophical question that I like to ask people, and I'm gonna pass this over to Popo. I'm gonna ask you a question. Oh Lord. I'm gonna ask you a question. It's a very simple question. Papo, what year is it? The year that it is is 2014, is it not? How do you know? Because I was told. <laughs> I, I, I've been I've been living in apparently as equal this many fucking days. Now I'm gonna pass the question over to Skips. I'm gonna say the same thing. No, I got okay. a different oh, question. Okay, okay, okay. My question for you is: Is there life on Mars? Are there cities and stuff like on Earth on Mars right now? Do you want me to go off what we've been told? No, go off of whatever your answer is. Is there know. life in cities like it is on Earth? Okay. I don't know. All right. Normally, people would say that the answer is no. The question I ask is, have you pointed a telescope at Mars and looked? No. We're all arguing over stuff that other right. people are telling us. Right. And that's the reason why I've gotten into debates with people about I say that I do believe in God, but I don't believe in religion. And it's I have an opinion about it. And actually, that segues into the last thing or whatnot. But my thing is, my belief in God doesn't have anything to do with what anybody told me. It's because of my life experiences. Like, I... The life I've lived and the things that are happening and the synchronicity and the different things that happen, I, without a shadow of a doubt, believe that there's some type of higher power that has some type of 
involvement with my life. There's some type of involvement with certain things, the way certain things line up, the way you and me met together at work over music, and then we lost uh, touch with each other, and then we ran into each other again when I switched to another department that we would just so happen run into each other, and now we have this fantastic podcast that we're doing. So yeah, and even the same thing passing over to Skips. Me and Skips met on MySpace in like fucking 2006, and we kept in contact here. And they're not way, so really. Asshole. Yeah, I, I am an asshole. Uh, she had she had to play the whole keep a nigga baby thing. And, you know, but, <laughs> hey, but, uh, but 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 it turned out to be the most beautiful thing. But yeah, and here. the thing is, when I after I moved to California, when I came back, I was dating this one chick, and then me and that chick uh, ended up breaking up. And I was very not bitter, but I was very vocal about my opinion, and I was uh, subliminally saying stuff on uh, Facebook like uh, "Cry me a river, then build a bridge and get over it," and I was saying different hey. things like that. And uh, and uh, skips the message me. It was like, are you okay? Like, what's going on? And then we started. Ooh, such a concerned young lady. Yeah, she was like, yeah. like you don't normally talk like this on Facebook. What's going on or whatnot? And I'm like, we, oh, I hope you broke up with that bitch. Exactly. She wanted. Oh. She, hey, we're, so wait, so wait, so were you like, had you guys met yet, or was it just? No, we hadn't met yet. No, we had just talked together on uh, social media for like years, but we had never met. Yeah. So you made a little reach out and uh and then we end up hanging out and then one thing led to another and we have a Kai guy. Yeah, and yeah, you can yeah, see yeah. the picture of the kids in the background. Yep. Real quick, I'm gonna move the camera up, people can see the wall, you know. Is it wrong to say that my favorite one is a little one and they still don't remember names? Isaiah. 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 Mm-hmm. Is it wrong to say that one's my favorite? No, no. people have favorites. I don't know why. I think maybe because he, has, he hasn't hurt me the way Kai has. Are you that sensitive? <laughs> I am hella sensitive, yeah. Yo, you know what's hilarious <laughs> though? Kai knows who you are, and so he'll see oh, yeah. pictures or whatnot, and he gets then excited when you come over. Yeah, he'll see pictures, and he'll see like the picture of the podcast thing, and I'm like, Kai, who's that? And he's like, Daddy and Richard, and <laughs> it's funny. Kai likes you. Oh, okay. But uh, I like him back because I'll have to. Hurt. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I sound like such a pissed off. I like the little one. There. <laughs> no, because you know, because you know what, what, what I think, what it is yeah. like, attraction the most when it comes to babies yeah. is that like when they're learning stuff. Yeah. Right. So, Kai, no, no offense, he's doing he's kind stuff. Of a knucklehead sometimes. Yeah, he's doing stuff. Yeah. He's, 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 yeah. Kids are yeah. Just, he's, he's, he's a knows. terrible too. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. He's, he's exactly. figuring stuff out. Yeah. So you you can't blame when you know obviously what, yes. what's the cuter stage yeah. of, the, of the thing. And then when the, they're uh, that young. The, the Zay age or whatnot, they don't know anything. They're not doing anything. But it's funny because as a parent, I think I've always said this, that we chemically change as a parent or whatnot. Because I used to hate kids. I used to despise kids. Yeah. I hated kids with a passion. I would hate when I went to a movie theater and I would hear a kid start crying. Oh, I would get, I would get, you could visibly see how frustrated I was. I despise kids. And after I had kids, now it's like, it's kind of different because it's the same thing. Like when, before I didn't have she kids. She changed you. It worked. It worked for <laughs> magic. Right? She worked yeah. her magic. You believe it? Oh, trust me. It worked. Oh, whatever. Oh, goodness. But the whole Don't thing. Know if it's my <laughs> The whole thing as a, a single person without kids, you see a bad kid. It's like fucking bad kid or whatnot. But then as a parent, you grow up and you kind of, I don't know, you just see things differently. So I don't know. And we got completely off the whole creation versus evolution debate. Don't. 
We just we yeah. just live in this world, and she just keeps on repeating. That's all it is. Yeah, it's, it's I know. It's, a, it's the same stupid debate, and the one thing that I always hate is that uh, going to Hammond. I didn't even watch it. I've just been seeing snippets of it. The one thing that bothered me with him, and people get a kick off of this because. You have a science person who is going to kick science knowledge, if you will. And you have the religious guy who's just going to keep saying it's because it's in the Bible. And like you said, we're just running in circles. Nothing is going to get solved or whatnot. And the thing is, like I said, this goes out to Christian people. And like the person said, if you believe in God and that God created everything, how do you not know that that's not evolution? I even say the whole Big Bang thing when people are like, oh, it's so absurd that people believe in the Bible. It says that the world was created in seven days. Maybe seven days to God is seven billion years to us. But there's no time. No way of knowing. Time changes. What a day. uh, I I know I'm going to quote this wrong, but a day on Earth is 24 hours because that's how long it takes for the Earth to spin. If you're on a planet that uh, moves at half the rate, their day is 48 hours. So even in our own solar system, as you move, time changes. So we don't know how time is in a completely other galaxy. So that's always my debate. That's so stupid. Seven days. What was he was talking in his language? Seven fucking days or whatnot. We don't know what that means. We use use that really as the the perfect number because it's the perfect thing. You know, the the, the perfect number thing. Seven is a perfect number. It's just that that infinite of things. I think, And that's all it is. But we view those things obviously different as black and white Mm because one we can actually count and one we just have sure gut-wrenching feelings for yeah but we just we can't come to agree that you know it's the same thing but you just you just saying in a real smart way (laughs) solving facts and so it's just it's one of those debates that i just genuinely believe that we could argue this to the end of the day we don't know and we never will fucking know but the one thing that i didn't uh can we say both can we say both 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 yeah right yeah same shit. Yeah. Same shit. Oh, and Trav is chiming in. I knew Trav was gonna have a, a powerful opinion about this. He can co-sign yes. with uh, the opinion. I and I, I do agree with this. He said I can go by a telescope to see for myself. He said I can't test that Bible shit. He said the whole wait the whole someone oh the whole uh, someone is telling us stuff. And that's my whole thing. Like I said, I mean. My thing is just going off of, like I said, going using year as an example. That's one of the examples I always use is that we say that it's 2014. I don't know. I don't know what was here before I was here. For all I know, this is the fucking Truman Show, and everybody is in on it except me. Like, I don't know. And so I'm more on the— Can we also blame Christianity for the fact that we're counting this number? Because are we counting back from this the death? Yes Uh, and no. And actually, that's a perfect segue. Is it? Because the last thing. my question, but let's take away. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Fuck with you. quick. No, the actual, that's a good segue because I wanted to ask this one question before we get out of here. Me being the conspiracy theorist I am and me being the uh, amateur theologian, if you will. I asked the question because Christians are always looking for the Antichrist. We're waiting for the Antichrist to come back. There's several people who think that. Um, Obama is the Antichrist. There's been plenty of that. There's people who've said that George Bush was the Antichrist. Yeah. There's people who have said that Hitler is the Antichrist. I asked the question, what if the Antichrist has already come and gone a long time ago? And what if who the Antichrist was, was Constantine? Constantine, for those who don't know, was the man who put together the Bible that we know of as today. 
Now, if we go back and, like I said, you know, I follow Gnostic Christianity. I'm a big fan of it and all that. I'm going to get a little. Right, checking out a cigarette now. This shit's getting sexy. It's getting, it's getting <laughs> so sexy. Just so sexy. Dude, for real. No, no, the there's, there's, I feel like. <laughs> I'm not. We're not eye fucking or anything like that. But I'm just saying, you know, like I, well, I feel like. Well, that's not what I thought. <laughs> because they did, yeah. Augustine and Const, August. Well, I figured there's two that that there's two that we base Western belief on, isn't there? Basically, basically. But my take on it. This is what my take on it is. Is that. I'm trying to put this together because I ain't get a chance to. We've been rushing all week and then we started late, so I didn't get a chance to fully break this down. And Papo is fiending for the cigarette. I know y'all see him <laughs> on there. This is what I want to put out there, and this is me, the just the amateur theologian in me. I think I'm saying that word right, but whatever. Okay, so let's go back to uh, Christ. Let's say without a shadow of a dike, uh, shadow of a dike. <laughs> I wouldn't, without without shadow shadow of a a I wouldn't dare live without there being a shadow of a doubt. Without a shadow of a doubt. Without a shadow of a doubt. Without a shadow of a doubt. Let's just say, if without a shadow of a doubt, Christ. And, and, and we just broke the van dyke out of commentary. Yeah, I know. She's giggling. I hope I got a, I hope I got a contact. I was thinking about some dykes. That's what I was thinking about. Hey, don't you speak of my. I know, yeah. I'm touching on your territory. It was respectful. I think it was the eye fucking. I got to thinking about dykes and shit. Completely. I know. Popo's dyke haircut. Go ahead, show him the part. Yeah, so uh, that kind of fucked You know, really quickly, since since we are getting off sidetrack, this is one dyke. And I don't like this bitch because she was very rude to me. Yeah. This bitch tried to copy my style. I kid you not. She she was she was being messy with her little nonsense, but as soon as I got my shit all parmed up and, and real nice and real slick, this bitch comes out trying to do some shit. I'm like, get off my dick, you damn dick! Don't worry about that. She's not gonna be on it. Yeah. <laughs> and and now like I kind of want to, uh, and this is gonna sound really fucked up. Have you like ever wanted to hate fuck somebody? Like I, I surely just want to hate <laughs> yeah. fuck her just because take it, bitch, and I hate you. Go away. It'd be gone. No, but it, was just, it, it really did sad me, though. Well, no, actually, it shouldn't sad me. Why are we talking about dykes beginning? I get sidetracked. <laughs> I didn't like this. Okay. I'm, I'm usually a neighbor to them, and I treat them with, with love like and like queens, but not this bitch. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. What the fuck are we talking about? Okay. First, huh? go. Finish. Oh, no. I was, I was uh, replying back to Trav. Finish talking about dykes. Mm. Give me give me five seconds. Okay. So well, dykes can, and stuff. Well, I don't know how long I had to ramble on. I can usually do that. Actually, at work, speaking of working dykes, I didn't like the, my, one of my supervisors. She had um, had to do something. Weight watchers, me being fat, mm. me wanting to be on the phones. I had to do this. I had to do that. And uh, I pretty much just wanted to kill 15 minutes because I had to do 15 minutes of some bullshit. And, and this woman... She had, I guess, her assistant. I, she, she was an, I don't know what the fuck she is fucking mm-hmm. But uh, she, she was being so, like, like I don't say enchanted, because I think that sounds too fucking cocky, but she was so, like, kind of lost in my fucking mouth vomit ramble. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, just kind of just being dragged into it. Yeah. And my supervisor tells me, this motherfucker's just trying to kill time. You got four minutes left, Richard. <laughs> I said my government name. Yeah, but the other she's like, you got four more minutes. And like, I'm like, keep rambling. I'm like, no, I'm trying to prove a point. But yes, I guess I am rambling. How much time do I got? And That's fun. I just didn't do it. It sucks when you don't. You know, perform at your best. Everything aligns perfectly. Now everything can be as perfect as, you know. And the per- point of this story is dykes. Yes. <laughs> dykes. Actually, I'm a little but, disappointed you haven't been as creepy as you said you were going to be. No, I'm I'm still gonna be hating myself. I, I, <laughs> I was really expecting something crazy to go on. I, I was a little scared. I was a little scared. 
I, I did try to, once again, try to play the instigating faggot. I tried to text you and be like, well, you know, please be prepared. because I, you know, <laughs> I was. Goodness. I was ready, and then you gave me nothing. I kind of feel let down a little no, bit. I gave you nothing. You could have played nothing. back with me a little bit more. That was I got to do all the work, just like every woman. Oh. Except, for, except for this one. But just like every I got to do all the work. I got to oh do all God. this. Thing. Mind wait, you, yes, wait, and that's wait, why it takes a real smile on violin. That's all no, I but I'm just saying, though. You just wanted me to do all the work. <laughs> No wonder this man's so frustrated. You know what I'm saying? Don't, trust, don't trust. relieve him, please. You are, you, are, you are a snowflake goddess, and you my, my Nubian be, snow bunny. You know what I'm saying? You must the royal penises clean your highness's ass. You know what I'm saying? Well, then again, <laughs> then again, no. Then again, no, because you know she just gave me a look like, nah, this motherfucker, he be acting up on camera. She, she was, she did her eye roll. I didn't think white women can roll their eyes like that. Good gosh, good gosh. No, you should see the eye roll of the century from that one video. Oh, we're gonna play. Oh, yeah, I'll show you that in a minute. But okay. before we get out of here, last thing before uh, a lot of people's favorite segment of the show is, uh, I hope you gotta, you know, and think about right. it. Oh no, you can figure it out as I'm going. Don't even worry about it. Now, this is my take on: Is it possible that the Antichrist has already come? So, without a shadow of a doubt, let's say that someone um, of Jesus' stature was here preaching this new word of God and was saying, throwing out the, throw out the old rules and so on and so forth, and that this is the way of the land and so on and so forth. Now, if you go back to, I believe it was 40 years after the, um, the crucifixion of Christ, you had like Christianity didn't immediately just pop up with this is the rule what happened is that 40 years after Christ was um supposedly you know crucified it was gospels all over the place there was the gospels that we're aware of in the new testament so on and so forth and there was a bunch of gospels that a lot of people didn't know of like the gospel of Judas and the gospel of Mary and there's another there's two more books of John there's a whole bunch of different uh, so on and so forth What's up? There used to be more Psalms. There used to be a whole lot of everything. Yeah, there was a whole bunch of lot more stories. And then so basically what happened was you had the Roman government who was killing uh, Christians left and right because they viewed it as a cult. It was this new cult that was overthrowing their empire and they were losing all this money. So then what Constantine said was, hey, instead of killing these Christians, let's make Christian our state uh, Christianity or state religion. Let's say tell all these Christians that they can live with us and be oppressed or persecuted and that they can live you know, freely out here in Rome. And so he was like, let's do this. But in order for us to do this, he was like, we need to to take all these gospels we need to put it together in one book and say that this is the definitive book and just like we have the house of congress and the senate when they come together he got all his political people they came together and they picked which books that they wanted in there and what books they didn't want in their bible then when you go forward to king james who is the most famous version of the bible nowadays king james himself they wanted to convert it to a more easable re uh, read language and so king james the same thing rewrote stuff now if you go to the book of revelation yeah, my nigga shakespeare and he did a few things oh uh, and yeah you know shakespeare was in there uh what is it i think it's palms 41 the 44th word and the if you count the uh, 41 words in it says like shake and then if you go to the back and count 41 words backwards it says spear his name is in there it's something like that google it y'all figure it out but so this is my thing why constantine might possibly be the antichrist 
says in the book of Revelations that the devil is supposed to rule the world for 2,000 years before Christ comes back oh, and picks fuck. who is, yeah. Yeah, you see, you uh, see where I'm going. Again, holy shit, okay, yeah. You see where I'm going. Now, the devil, a lot of people like to view the devil as this harsh, mean beast and all that. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was to trick people into thinking that he doesn't exist. So how do you trick people into believing that you don't exist? You take the word of God, you manipulate it, you flip it around. People follow it blindly for 2,000 years, not knowing they're not following God's word. They're following man's word. So what if Constantine was the Antichrist and we have been blindly following Christianity? Not that there is no God, but we've been following the wrong book because a evil man, if you will, the Antichrist flipped the word on us and we have not been following God's law for the past 2000 years. What if that is the thing? Because we're almost pretty close to the 2,000 years of the Bible being out. It would by definition, well, no, actually, because that was like the year 346. So technically, we got about two, 300 more years. But I just think that's an interesting. Is it coming? Yeah, and that's the whole thing is that the greatest trick the devil ever pulled was to uh, trick people into not thinking that he would exist. And then that's the reason why we have these debates when people are like, well, that's incorrect because it's in the Bible and the Bible is incorrect. What it's because. The, the greatest thing, and think about this, the greatest trick, okay, the devil, Blinding you can take mind. the word of God, you can flip it on itself, so then people who say, oh, this is complete bullshit, I'm an atheist now, so I don't agree with this, and then the people who are agreeing with it, they're still not following God's word, so now you're, you're controlling people on both sides of it. I think the Antichrist has already come, and that's the reason why I believe in God, and I don't believe in religion, because I think man has fucked it up already, and we've mm -hmm. been following it incorrectly. And yeah. that's the reason why I get so upset when I get into debates with people where it's like, I'm like, well, you know, I have my issues with the Bible. Well, if you have issues with the Bible, then you all obviously can't believe in God. No, I, I, my opinion of it, do this in signal flow or whatnot. I'm speaking into this microphone, which is going into this sound card, which is going into this computer. You take that sound card away. I'm still talking into this mic. So do the whole thing the same order with that. You have God. God created man. Man created the Bible to understand God. You take the Bible out of it. God still came before man. The Bible has nothing to do with my belief in God. Mm -hmm. And so I genuinely believe Constantine may have been the Antichrist, and we may be about 17, 1800 years into the devil's reign, and we don't even know it. And that's the reason why we keep arguing with one another, and it's designed this way because we're missing the true fact of what's going on. The devil put up Molly in a drink, and she didn't even know it. <laughs> she ain't even know. See, now you're trying to take it in a whole different direction. No, she ain't even know. <laughs> we know. We know, we really don't. And we, we can yes. blindly into, you know, wanting yeah. what we want, expecting what we do, and, yeah. you know, be disappointed when that shit doesn't come around. Right. And that's the reason why it's not even like I'm, I say to people I'm a Gnostic Christian, but I don't. I just, I, the one Gnostic proverb that I really love or two of them one the main one which i'm gonna eventually get tattooed is know thyself that's one of their biggest things is that in order to find peace in the world you need to know yourself the reason why many of people aren't at peace in the world because they don't know who they are they're trying to figure out who they're supposed to be but they're not looking within to figure out who they are and the greatest thing i think the gnostics said and the reason why the not to call out the Catholic Church, but the reason why the Roman Catholic Church was so against the Gnostics is the Gnostics said you can't find church or you can't mm -hmm. find God in church. 
a man can't teach you God. You have to find God for yourself. God is within you. He's not in a church. He's not in a book. He's not in the stars or in the heavens. He's inside of you. And that was the whole point with the Gnostics was know who you are, find God within yourself, and you'll be all right. But people have gotten away from that, and we keep looking to other people for answers. So I think the devil has already won. Dun, dun, dun! Well, I mean, he, he, got, he definitely got his first spin, and for us to be able to even uh, contemplate that or accept that and breathe yes. it in and shit it on out would take a grand leap of faith. And those who truly yes. are of faith will fucking find their way in that shit. But yeah, I mean, but we're on against it. It's a constant battle. We're going through hell because, you know. Exactly. I don't know what's up. So, but like I said, we try to put white Jesus on it, and it, fucks, it, gets, it gets motherfuckers all riled up all of a sudden. Yes, and I, I have my story about white Jesus, too, but, but we'll but save let's, that for another let's episode. Go to, let's go to other white beauties, shall we? <laughs> well, I know, I'll save that for another podcast. So um, before we get out of here, Papo, it is mm-hmm. that time. It's time for Dedications. Dedication. And I'm actually going to pass it to... Skips first because she has a dedication for this episode. Who does Skip dedicate this episode twelve, the two vagina special to? Well, it's not to a vagina, so sorry to disappoint you. But since I I know what I tried, but I was like, I came up with something else I was gonna do, and then I was like, no, I really want to do my dedication to somebody that I really like, like. Um, This, this, so this, so this will pretty much this is for the ladies for and the, the ladies. Hey. Okay, no, because Tremaine likes his music too, but it's his name oh, is The Weekend. He goes by The Weekend, and it's oh the ugliest Nigerian <laughs> ever. Fucking no, he's Ethiopian. Oh well, same shit. Okay. <laughs> um, oh, but tell me though, but he's beautiful. No, I'm not gonna say that. No, no, no. But there's something so mysterious about him because he's not out there in the public eye and yes. all that kind of stuff, and he's not like well known and all this kind of stuff, and. But his music, uh, I can listen to it all the time. I know Tremaine gets so sick and tired of me Yo, listening to it. And it's funny because I, I introduced her to The Weeknd. I heard about The Weeknd. I downloaded House. from Ca- the Canada guy, right? Yeah, the yeah, Canada guy. I downloaded uh, the um, House of Balloons. I was completely blown away by it. And I was like, yo, Skips. I was like, you got to check this w- out. Wicked Games fuck me up. Wicked Games. Yo. Uh, wait, I was going to give you my number. Oh, okay, top well, three. yeah, she's going to give her top three in a second. But oh. I... I, I I played her this uh, 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 and yeah. she fell in love with it and I stopped yeah, listening to it. I stopped listening to the weekend because she listens to it so much. I know when I get in the car, I'm gonna probably hear it, so I don't even listen to the weekend. How anymore. do you listen to the weekend and not smoke weed though? Like it makes me feel like I wanna I don't know. Even smoke just, fucking slip you know my throat. Why? What, you know what I mean wrist or wrist, whatever. <laughs> so there's a, like a sex scene that's dying O D right now kinda atmosphere when you put the weekend on. Yeah, and yes. that's true. That's true. The thing is is that he comes from a different place than a lot of the R&B quote-unquote R&B artists come from especially the ones now there's not really I used to really like Trey songs but even he kind of got away from like the more I don't know I want to feel it I want to feel the music I want to feel what you're saying I want to feel it and a lot of these people just sing and I feel like they're not really feeling what they're singing they're just like oh I'm just gonna put on this little record and Mm -hmm. make my money and keep it moving kind of thing and I feel like the weekend is so into what he's doing that all of his songs, I'm not going to say like every single song, but like a, the majority of his songs. And for me to like the majority of someone's songs is huge. It's a big deal because yeah. it's huge. Somebody like that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you buy a CD. I don't know. I mean, back in the day, Tremaine still buy CDs, but a lot I of times do. you'd buy a CD because of one song and then you would hate <laughs> the majority of the songs because they weren't. It was the way that they took the direction or whatever just kind of went off off key. But 
You definitely set um, themes, and, and, I, and I, I, I do respect that. And I just, I really just do, and I don't. And what I like about his music, because people who know me, I'm a real big hip hop head, and then outside of hip hop, I'm more of a rock alternative head. Like I really don't like R&B, but the reason why I really don't like R&B, because a lot of it <clears> sounds the same to me. It's very generic songs where mm-hmm. I could take this song from this artist and I can give it to this person, and they could still make it happen. And the reason why the weekend called my attention is he has a very unique sound and style you can't give those songs to any random person and make it work and so i connect (laughs) with him on a personal level because it's like that is you you're showing off exactly who you are you're not showing off what this is what's popular right now this is what everybody's doing you're showing off who don't hate me i'm doing me better than you do you i I did a child to say (laughs) i forgot but you know what i'm talking about i know what you're talking about whatever so can i just do a quick like little like oh yeah so you said your top three oh do you think okay just really quick i'll try to make a quick sentence i'm gonna end the show but okay so his real name is abel (laughs) his real name is abel tesfay i think that's how you say it and his birthday is actually february 16th and he was 1990 so he's only going to be 24 years old goddamn young wow he's, he's from canada he was born in ontario um so let's dark see. He makes this beautiful thing i so. know and he has three albums um or mixtapes i should say yeah. three mixtapes um he's not on the label is he i, I don't think so i think that's one Republic, of the big things with it he's Republic still records oh so it's, own, finally signed. it's his own label oh there you go there you go so he has House of Balloons, Thursday, and Echoes of Silence, um, which are all mixtapes. And then he did a compilation album called Trilogy, which yes. is consisted of remastered <laughs> versions of the mixtape. Um, and then that was released under the Republic Records, which is actually his um, own label. Yes. Um, in 2013, he released his debut studio album called Kissland, which was supported by the singles Kissland and Live For. And then the other thing I just wanted to touch on was... It doesn't, it doesn't, hurt, it doesn't hurt to have a, a, a Drake back in... Yeah, and actually, as much as I hate to admit it, it was Drake is the oh. reason why I checked him out because the Drake kept Drake kept talking about him, and I finally like, who the fuck is the weekend? I thought it was some alternative band, and then they had House of Balloons on Dat Piff, and so I downloaded it. I was like, yo, this shit is fucking phenomenal. And then really quick too, it says he yeah. adopted his stage name, The Weekend, which is actually spelled, you know, the, and then Weekend is W E E K N D. So there's no, it's not spelled like regular Weekend because yeah. he said, um, after dropping out of high school at the age of 17, and along with a fellow crew member, uh, left one weekend and never came home. The spelling was modified to avo- avoid copyright issues with a Canadian band already named The Weekend. Uh, so that's where you get that spelling from. That makes I was kind of curious. Okay, then my top three. If you're going to check out The Weekend, my top three songs are. High for this is my ultimate favorite song yeah. ever. Yeah. Wicked Games. Yes. Love. And actually Love in the Sky, which I think is off of the Kissland okay. um, album. So And he had, he has one song, I can't remember the name of it, on the House of Balloons where he raps at the end. Uh, I'm gonna have to bring up the track <laughs> listing. But uh the uh, what is it, House of Balloons. House. The only one that has that has any stars on mine, if I can kinda of give a quick little oh, yeah, go ahead. on my iTunes. One was off of the the noise EP, and I forget I don't know how old is that the noise EP. Uh, There's a song on there called Material Girl. I think I just liked it because of it kind of. Oh. He also does a remake of Dirty Diana from Michael Jackson. That might so yeah. The Paul and Love and Big Quint is that his name? Yeah, shout out to Big Quint. Yeah, yeah boy. Th- these are my four. Coming <coughs> down. We uh. Oh yeah. Wicked like Games. 
the glass something. Glass and, table girls. That's the, my in the morning. In the morning. The yes. morning. Yes. 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 Well, I just wanted to give a top three because I was like, yeah. anybody's gonna check him out. These are like to get an idea of what he does. But yes, I love all those songs. Yeah, and he's <laughs> fucking. He's phenomenal. I will give that to him. I really fuck with the weekend. And for he's to give my. 24. To give my top three, it's high for this. I it's the man. Glass Table Girls. I think it's Wicked Games. But, yeah, he's uh, phenomenal. If y'all have not checked out The weekend, you are fucking tripping. He's uh, very phenomenal. I just love that he's, like, not mainstream. Yes, exactly. And he has his own sound, and that's fucking phenomenal. And he's not the sexiest. Yes. And speaking of not being the sexiest, <laughs> my dedication. Not being the sexiest? This week. I'm gonna switch Not up. Not over me. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. My dedication. This week, Skips is so fucking silly. You sure you wasn't smoking for the show? I don't know. Maybe I got a contact high from. Hey, he was smoking hookah. YouTube yeah, regulations. That was hookah that that he was smoking. I see. I I see you, I'm glad that we're being live. We're being very live. <laughs> Yo, so. My dedication this week goes out to someone who I never really followed until fairly recently. I dedicate this episode to Sarah Silverman. Ooh, one of my favorite Jews. Yo, Sarah Silverman is somebody who I had never followed. I can honestly say I've never seen any of her stand-up specials. The only Sarah Silverman that I know of is her current YouTube page, which I have been following. Are you serious? Yes, I have never listened because I always heard a bunch of controversy about her. She's a bitch. She's racist. She's this. She's that. I always heard a whole bunch of crazy shit. Then YouTube did their comedy week. That was like months ago. They did this whole comedy week and shots out to, to Popo for introducing me to Reggie Watts. Uh -huh. And that's the reason why I followed that whole series. And then Sarah Silverman had a series. I was like, I'm gonna click. I'm gonna keep up with it. And so I've been actually enjoying the different videos she's been putting. She had the whole, uh, knicker joke, uh, joke about how much she hate knickers yeah. and then the black woman standing behind her. And then she had the whole song with Will Ferrell about masturbating when she's oh, at home that's at night. Awesome. Fuck yes. It was Will I Am. Who did I say? Pharrell. Did I say Pharrell? Oh, yeah. Will I Am. Skateboard P. Skateboard P with Will I Am. But recently, she just dropped a video that I'm going to put on the IBHM podcast page that I think everybody needs to fucking check this out. <coughs> There's a video, and I'm going to play it for you before uh, uh, after we get done with this. Okay. It's Sarah Silverman is visited by Jesus Christ. And... Okay. I was turned off by the title at first because, like I said, even though I'm not a religious person, I'm not too much of a religious joker because it's like that's what people believe. If that's what you believe, I'm not going to fucking say, oh, you're fucking stupid for believing something. I don't. That's your belief. Okay, that's you. But I get kind of like when there's religious jokes, sometimes I kind of fall back. I don't want to get in the middle of it. But I end up watching it, and I was blown away by how fucking informative this fucking video was. And I fell in love with Sarah Silverman. She is my new celebrity crush. Don't hate skips. So I dedicate this episode to Sarah Silverman. And check out her Sarah Silverman was visited by Jesus Christ video on YouTube or on IBHMPodcast.com. And uh, very informative. Yo, I'm faster to you, Papo. If you don't mind. Oh, do you think? Do your thug fizzle. Because actually, 
I never come prepared with the dedication. <laughs> so kind of that means it comes from the heart when you actually do for it. For real, for real. And I, I had actually had it in thought to to show her the due respect that I feel like she deserves because not only I think she's hilarious, she's a genius, and I also think she's fucking fucking sexy. Even though I know she has a bush and, she, and I've seen it before, but Sarah Silva, man, can we double team her? Can we do this? <laughs> I've never, I never really got to do it full action because one person always bitches out. But can we double team? We can double There's team. Okay, because that, that way we can keep an even two. We can have her and I, her Ethiopian, and then we'll have a truly, truly, truly God's handpicked yes. child. I'm saying she's a Jew, and for that very reason, she was a chosen one. I Means she's an alien. And she, <laughs> yeah, she's pale like all the other aliens glow. And one thing I think is really dope about her, and if you even remember, but do you remember? Um, Something about Mary? Yep. She played a little... She was one of the friends in the background. The little Real quick, boy. you guys are going to be upset at me. I've never seen something about Mary. I'm maybe the only person in America who has never seen something about Mary. Splooge in the hair. That's the, I know that joke about the splooge in the hair. I've never seen it. Though I just... The only... I've seen one scene, and it's whenever I don't know where the guy was, but he fucking uh, Ben Stiller rolls down like a hill, and he pops up as a dude dick in his face or something, and then the cops oh, show shit. up. Yeah, you get, That's you the only scene the I story. saw. Oh, yeah. wow. But go ahead, my bad. Well, she was one of the funny friends who was always been real and all her shit. Even when she was this little, when she was doing stand up, she was this feisty little fucking just this little skinny bitch. She probably does fucking. Uh, Blowing complains all day, but she was fucking really adorable, and she was just she was the one that didn't mind saying a cop joke, and that was well one of the funny lines that I remember from uh, like saying it just shows yeah. how real the bitch is, because um, Cameron Diaz's character she wants to uh, find a love, you know, she wants to not be going out with all these douchebags, and fucking Sarah Silverman says exactly what every woman I guess is wanting to say. She's like just she's like. I guess they're posting on the paper nowadays. You yeah. Be us going on Craigslist or some shit. Seeking uh, rich, deaf, mute with fucking massive cock. <laughs> <laughs> that way, that way she don't gotta hear motherfucker bullshit. <laughs> He's rich, so she gets to live well, and he has a dick, so hey, she's she happy. She gets piped down. Like I feel like, oh god, like women, you know. If, I talk too much. I know this, but gosh, I don't know. But she just she's been hilarious, and I feel like even with her canceled show, like she just she's something fierce, yeah. Oh, and she was in some prison movie where she showed her bush. I was like, oh, my God. Yo. And it, wasn't, it wasn't the most flattering, but I gave her props. So. That was the – I saw that uh, – I didn't watch the video, but if you Google Sarah Sil Silverman nude, yeah, she is the, the sexiest naked thing. No, but she's sexier now, but at this point, though, it was a very bad time yeah, as that, far as uh, body image-wise. But she was, yeah. just, she was the shit, though, for doing that. Yes, sir. So uh, I'm gonna say good episode, y'all. I think I think that just about does it. We uh, started extremely late. We had a bunch of technical difficulties, but we got it going. Uh, the show crashed halfway through it, but we were able to pick up and keep it going. And uh, so I think good episode. And uh, was there anything else anybody wanted to chime in before I go into the outro? Anything? Skips? Mm -hmm. Papo. I kind of want to talk about some of the records uh, that kind of so, came out recently. Uh, well, I mean, and, and not so much really a bunch of records, but kind of like things that. Hmm. Well, for instance, because when we kind of go into our outro music, uh, like Plies, he had some yeah, yeah. mixtape. Uh, I forget what it's called. Something about the last of the real niggas or some some real yeah, ratchet. Some old real nigga shit. But and I can't even remember another line, so I guess it wasn't too impressive. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's just me. <clears throat> Trying to, I'm trying to think because I, I thought there, I thought there was some records that I wanted to mention. But. I know there was one album that came out that I downloaded. I haven't got a chance to listen to it, but what is the guy's name? The new kid on TDE. 
Um, Isaiah Rashad. Yes. Yes. Um, I read a review. Uh, his name, the name of the CD is Sylvia Demo, and I'm hearing a lot of great things about it. And the one thing that I really like about fucking Kendrick and what he's doing over there, uh, with the whole Black Hippie movement, I love that he's not bringing in people just because they have a popular sound. I love that he's bringing in people who are talented artists, and I love that they don't all sound alike. That was the one problem with uh the G Unit movement was you had 50 who was a dope artist in his own right then you had lloyd banks who was a dope spitter in his own right but then you had yayo who just kind of sounded just like a watered down 50 and so it was only so far that group can go because they only had two different directions when you look at black hippie you got kendrick lamar killing it you got schoolboy q killing it you got j-rock killing it you got ab soul killing it you got these new people coming out who are killing it like i think they really have a good movement and they're doing it the right way they're not doing it the young money cash money way with we're making this popular fucking uh, uh, platinum sound and all that no they're going for genuine real artists and they're making out they're making good music and shots out the fucking black hippie for holding it the fuck down fuck man I was going to say, I'm hella excited about Schoolboy Q's record. What is it called? Oxymoron Music? Oxymoron. Oxymoron? Yes. That fucking shit is going to be dope. He, it's funny because he actually does catch you shit. Like, he has two or three singles out right now. And one of them, unfortunately, has that uh, fake-ass Macklemore on there. Um, (laughs) uh, He's going to put some out. I really haven't listened to the Rashad guy, so I don't know what's going on with him. But I'm excited about the Schoolboy Q. The only other thing that came out was, I think he was one of those, uh, I don't know if he's Cash Money or... Uh, some bullshit Todd Dollars Have you heard him He's Yeah I keep hearing Some about radio. I haven't heard he's, Any of his stuff This one called I think oh, He has a single Called Paranoid But motherfucker Okay oh, I this one. He, 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 he does have This one thing though Um Which kind of Got I don't know Where he got famous at, But apparently Now they'll say Or nah oh. Have you seen shit Like Like are you down And fuck Or nah or Oh nah. yes Feel Yes like like shit like that and he, this motherfucker has a song called some, are we gonna do some shit or no or no and it's just it's like it's just it's just ignorance. that's funny I know I will I will say this I haven't heard a whole bunch of his stuff with one person that came out recently that I am interested in seeing what he does it's just some ignorant ass hood shit uh, the boy problems who oh, did the oh and shout out to Big T but um no problems has that uh he did the hook on the chowder scampino song uh don't mm-hmm. be mad because i'm doing me better than, than you that's what i was saying okay yeah that record yeah. but uh he also has a song on the radio off for the life of me cannot remember it right now but it does go hard and so it's some west coast ignorant ass shit but uh the boy could spit and it sounds some genuine raw shit so i'm gonna definitely be checking him out so i have to peep that out there so on that note, I guess we will say thank you guys for tuning in to the IBHM podcast. Once again, our email is ibhmpodcast at gmail.com. Questions, comments, uh, if you come across any news stories that you want to hear us talk about, send them over to ibhmpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can find us on the web at Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Tumblr, WordPress, MySpace, SoundCloud, Podomatic. Just add IBHM podcast in an appropriate spot. You can find us on Stitcher, iTunes, and Google Hangouts. Just search, I'm black, he's Mexican. If you don't feel like doing any of the all that because you're being too motherfucking lazy, it's all good because you can find all that at ibhmpodcast.com. So, until next time, I'm going to pass the pound over to Papo. I'm going to hit the pound over here to Skips. 
And on that not note, we are out. Bye. Bye.
been pulled up once or twice. Nigga ain't did shit like two months. So I call my nigga Frisco. What's slapping? G got a bad little bitch from the Hamptons. Learn her friend, they tryna get it cracking. Enough said what's happening. Walked in the club, my section over there. Too little early, so the club a little bad. Don't give a fuck, I'm drinking on clear. Shots up strong, got me feeling like yeah. Hey, normally she wanna have fun. Got a little joke, gotta go. 